for 40 years. One franchise stands the test of time. Four mutant brothers. Their rat sensei, Splinter. An evil overlord named Shredder. For 40 years, toys, comic books, movies. Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, and Michelangelo. Join hosts Tommy Walter and the Great Muda as they embark on a pop culture journey. The debut episode of Who Popped Your Culture? Ninja Turtles. Off in the distance, the game's dragging on. There's strikes on the batter, some runners are on. But suddenly, everyone's looking at me. My mind has been wondering what could it be. They point to the sky and I look up above And a baseball falls into my glove I play right field It's important you know You gotta know how to catch You gotta know how to throw That's why I play in right field Way out where the dandelions grow As a proud sponsor of Little League Baseball Pizza Hut welcomes all the kids who make it great. Make it great. We're here. We're talking all things we're, Ninja Turtles. We're back again. Another week, but you don't know that. Another another week because this is the first episode. It's the first episode, and it's just going to be in weird chunks, and there's going to be multiple wardrobe changes. And you're That's not fine, though. It's a show. It's, it's a show. It's format. A show about nothing, about everything. Yeah. About all of the unimportant things in life that shaped us into the people that we are. And who we strive to still be. It's amazing, really, when you think about it. Because all these things that we're talking about and that we're going to talk about, they're not important. No. They're but they're important to us. Well, they're, they're important blocks, building yeah. blocks into who we became. Woven into the tapestry that is our lives. Right. Yeah. But like the, so, you know, obviously we're talking about Ninja Turtles again. Uh, now we're actually going to get into the meat and potatoes of it. Which yeah. it really this is actually is. the first part of the episode that we're recording almost last. Yeah, um, and it, which is probably good because we've spent the last two sessions uh, like hashing shit out and feeling good. Getting yeah. good, like feeling good about how we're talking and stuff like that. And these are the most important. These are the, this is the, like the TV show is great. And it was important in its own way because that's what got the toys out there. And that's what got everybody insane about Ninja Turtles. But as far as substance, it wasn't until we got to see the Henson puppets mm -hmm. in live action. I'll, I'll tell you this. And it's kind of embarrassing. At the same time, 
I was like fucking six years old. So give me a goddamn break. I saw this movie and I had no illusions at that time that the Ninja Turtles were not totally fucking real. That was the thing about the movie, though. Yeah. Like when you saw them on the big screen. That's when you're like, okay, this isn't just a toy. This isn't just a cartoon. Be like, their mouths are fucking moving. Their, their eyes are moving. They are doing fucking ninjutsu. They're, they're the like, size of a human being. Yeah, like this is real deal. And uh, anybody who's ever seen the Turtle Power documentary, and if you haven't, you should um, yes. That should be like a companion piece along with this episode of this podcast. Yes. Which will live on in perpetuity in the annals of YouTube history. Emphasis yes. on anal. Correct. Yes. Uh, that's, the, that's the only way to pronounce that properly. Yes. Uh, so uh, if you recall, the press tour in and around this movie, uh, they sent people in giant foam Ninja Turtle costumes to the malls all across America and as far as I know the world and they did this right around the movie and the perception was largely that these people were going to be in the Ninja Turtle movie costumes yes and I think at that point I was uh, snapped out of my illusion or delusion that the Ninja Turtles were actual sewer-dwelling mutant turtles who knew ninjutsu. Seeing somebody in a costume in person? Oh no, no, it was like just like uh, the the you know the the veil had been lifted and I wasn't as crazy as I was when it first hit me oh, okay, when I gotcha. first watched the movie. Gotcha. Um, but uh, we were under the illusion that those were the those were what we were going to be seeing. That yes. people were going to be in the mall dressed in the head to toe fucking Jim Henson uh, animatronic creature suits. shop animatronic yeah. suits. Uh, and man, that was a heartbreaker <laughs> when we got there, and it was it was the giant like toy. Yeah, because that's what it was. They didn't have like it was like they didn't have pupils. You know, it was like literally just a giant, uh, exaggerated version of of the action figures. Uh, and it was like it was still kind of like we made posters. Like we were fucking excited. It and, was like you could compare it to going to the mall to see Tiffany <laughs> prior to the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it was a big deal. I didn't see them at a mall though. I saw them at a car dealership, which is even like <laughs> even worse because it's it was probably they like they rented a suit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I mean, and it's oh man, but that's like, but that's how they got people in there though to sure. buy a fucking car was Absolutely. because parents are having to bring their kids because oh it's been on the radio for the last month that the Ninja Turtles are going to be at this car right, car and while you're waiting in line. For three hours, you know, and then at that point too, like, because this this is a this is going to be a reoccurring theme on on Hoopop is 
just like the the grand canyon sized chasm between the culture of the 80s and early 90s and now the thought process of the car dealer get the ninja turtle in there mm -hmm. get the kids on a line make the kids wait make the parents wait because the kids are waiting and then while the kids are fucking waiting in line to meet their favorite fucking ninja turtle parents are off uh checking out that sweet uh buick lesabre <laughs> and mind uh, you it was not all four turtles right no no just one generally Raphael. i we got donatello and raf so i got oh. i got my favorite yeah which i was happy about like it was still uh, have a polaroid somewhere i i it, i get the impression at the very least for the comic book aspect of it that Raphael went most places yeah because of the red bandana the the original yeah illustration was all four had the red yeah um yeah um and it and it, and it just it, like all i can think of the same thing with the mall i mean the mall was just and I think I don't think it was because there was going to be so many people there. I think it was, it was more to get the people there so that way they were already there and they buy something while they're there. And it's like the and it's that fucking kind of that eighties. Like it, it gets such a bad rap nowadays, but the 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 products of them, while they may be or are of of it of the system, while they may be corrupted now man 80s and early like 80s capitalism was oh my god i miss it so much i really do yeah just the, like the things that we got out of those 22 minute toy commercials like they're solely to sell toys and like i don't remember half the morals but i remember the end of the moral lessons i remember the end of the, the public service announcements who doesn't remember and knowing is half the battle right you know, who doesn't remember the entire group of good guys at the end of an episode after whoever, whatever character learned their lesson, all just going, ha, 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 as the fucking credits rolled. I always refer to them as full house moments. I will forever yeah. refer to them as full house moments. You know, like, like the, the Thundercats, it was always like Snarf. Yeah. Or, or Wily Kid or Wily Cat. And, you know, and then they, even like, as far back it, as He-Man. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, he Man's what started it. Yeah. Really. Like I think that was the because the He Man was the 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 rush to get those toys. I think was the what that's what fucking. Well, and the toys like, were first. The toys are what triggered the. Right, right, right. The, but like the amount, the like, uh, as soon as as soon as the show came out, the fucking toys were flying. Oh, went, and went it, crazy. And then how we got those PSAs in the in the cartoons. The that I remember what the hell it was called, but it was something about like the, the children's welfare. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's what they were. That's the whole thing was. But like, yeah, just that that whole you know bribing children to make the parents spend money. Like, man, like it, it's, pretty, it's fucked up. It, you know, and it, in, and it feels like way. it feels like it started with us, but you know, in 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 a way, it before, really but. didn't. No. Yeah, it started with, you know, I would say as far back as, I mean, you could go to our grandparents. Because, I mean, 
even then, you know, with comic books and stuff, you had the the ads for like the sea monkeys and the oh, yeah. X-ray glasses and shit like that. You know, I mean, it was it's all just a, a movement to to push junk in yeah. a sense. I mean, but I mean, obviously, when you're a kid, it's not junk, right? But it's, I, like, I, it's something I, I that you like that you can hold in your hand and feel like a part of it, right? But I think it's the the what I'm talking about mostly is the it, the the he-man figures mm-hmm. really it just like it fucking exploded and right. i had i think it had a lot more to do with the fact that there was more tvs and more homes sure i mean because you like you look back the the old uh the winston commercial with the flintstones mm-hmm. you know fucking barney and fred out back rocking a smoke Sure work hard, don't they, Barney? Yeah. I hate to see them work so hard. Yeah, me too. Um, let's go around back. Well, we can't see them. Gee, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay. How's about taking a nap? I, I got a better idea. Let's take a Winston break. That's it. Winston is the one filter cigarette that delivers flavor 20 times a pack. Winston's got that filter blend. Yeah, like, Fred. Yeah, it, so it's existed for, like way long i mean that's just the nature of marketing like marketing generally is just how you trick people into buying stuff uh rather than make like make something that they want to buy uh that would be too easy to actually make something that somebody wanted to buy yeah um you gotta make them think that they want it yeah and then make them wonder why they bought it it's the same way with you know after they bought it ads catalogs back i mean they don't catalogs are nothing now they don't exist which is probably for the best considering the amount of paper that was was, yeah but i mean but i mean back in the day that i mean other than toys r us catalog yeah other than tv commercials we had toys r us catalog we had sears catalog we had jc penny catalog all had toys the the christmas catalogs man when you saw that like whatever three quarters of an inch to one inch yeah like one inch thick fucking catalog of all the toys that you wish you could buy, but you, you know, you're and you know, you're not going to get, you, yeah. But you still went in there and circled the shit you wanted and gave it to your Hell parents. Yes. That was that part was, of the fun. In, in hindsight, it really was like, that was an experience in and of itself. And then like you're fucking, you're, you're uh, under 10 years old. So your perception of time is so skewed that like mm-hmm. by the time Christmas actually comes around, it's like, you did that a year ago and you yeah. don't get you don't get 98% of the shit that you circled but i mean whatever you start you're, looking you're, at it august september and by by the time christmas come around you've moved on right you moved on that or fad just, is gone you're blinded by the pile of boxes wrapped in um, uh, more paper yeah you know what i mean the magic of of christmas with uh, the shredded catalog in the box that's wrapped in the paper right yeah <laughs> Like, how else are you going to wrap all those fucking or uh, protect all those fragile whatevers? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, like the the first movie, when it came out, it fucking it blew everything up. Yeah. And we, you know, well, it, so I guess the way that this will be chopped up, we'll mention it later. The movie? Um, y- yeah. Yes. So yes. like yeah, so the way the, we'll mention it again at the end, yeah, because we recorded that last week, right? <laughs> yeah. 
This is a journey through space and time, folks. <laughs> Stick with us. We'll we'll get to the point at some point. Yeah, uh, yeah. In a, in about two and a half hours, we'll get to the point. It was the era, also the I guess it was just the era of dark kids movies, really. Yeah, so it was just to be like, this is the darkest movie I've ever seen. And I was like, except for the fact that Batman came out a year before this. Prior, movie. yes. <laughs> and and Batman was the first movie that I saw in the theaters. Uh, yeah, because like, I, I mean, was two. Yeah, but I also somehow remember going to see it in the theater. Yeah, it was like I don't know. Maybe it was just because it was the end of the eighties. In the eighties, was I think we were just smarter then. Honestly, it's possible. It's very possible. I, like there was definitely more. Like I don't know. I think it was the. I think it was very much. It was also which is very much the sign of the times. It was the end. It was the end of the eighties. It was the end of fucking Reagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like you know, like we're back. This is back in the day when it took fucking two years to make a movie. Yeah, not make you make a movie in fucking in six days, and then it takes two years to release. You know, a movie like this, like it, it took a while. Yeah, um, you, you, so, I yeah, mean, like was, especially with the turtles. I mean, shit. We had we had the comics, which we both, you know, I know my dad had them. I don't remember seeing the turtles though until the cartoon. Yeah. That was my first introduction. And then he was like, oh, yeah, this is what this is. So I saw it later on. Granted, I still wasn't reading then because I was right. too young. <laughs> but I, I remember just sitting down and watching the cartoon. That had been on for a while already because that started around the time that I was born. So. It's kind of like a, a, a natural progression, like, you know, kids today, they, you know, w w with, you know, mine specifically, like Paw Patrol and Bubble Guppies and shit like that. Like, even though it's already on, it's not, it wasn't made for you, but that's how you find it is by flipping the channels and that's how you find. And then I'm watching that and my dad goes, oh yeah, here, this is what this came from. Because even then he was like, "Why are why are the four of them have different colored bandanas? They all had red in the comic book." And then came the toys because you would see the commercials for the toys on TV, and then it's like, "Okay, well now I'm to this point I'm old enough to either not necessarily want them, but my parents know that I like that, so they're gonna get it for me." Splinter the rat taught them each the ninja arts. Donatello, master of the staff. War! Leonardo, the katana blade. My God! Raphael, the soldier. And Michelangelo, the new shackles. Radical and master of the willing pizza. Hey, who had the pepperoni and ice cream? From playing. And then it becomes. Okay, now I'm vocal. Now I can say, hey, I want to go to Toys R Us. Now I can say, hey, I need this guy. Because I saw him on the new commercial or I saw him in a catalog. Yeah. Like you find something, you like it. Your parents get the gist. But even then it was like, especially with Turtles, that was that original like obsession. Yeah. Like you had to have it. And when it was on, you had to watch it. It wasn't a... Uh, you know, we didn't have 700 channels. No. 
we had very few even then because I mean cable was still infant. So we had we had a few channels. I mean more than obviously like our parents had they had like three but yeah. we had we had a few and I mean Turtles was on CBS so that was readily available in almost every home at that yeah. point even if you didn't have cable but like you know the playmate ads and stuff just getting those and you're like fuck I I need all of these even if you only have even if you only had like you had that initial wave of you know the turtles shredder splinter april mm-hmm. then it's ray fillet then it's mutagen man then it's oh we need this guy this you know bebop rocksteady you know which those were more in the first wave too i yeah. i would say crying um but then the play sets jesus christ you get the if you if you were lucky enough to get the the sewer play set or or the the pizza shooter the the party wagon um the blimp which i remember lasted me maybe maybe a month and it got it it was too uh the blimp was too it was untenable for a child no it, it, it that was something like you would see now with people our age who are collectors Right. That's that something was, uh, that needs to be hanging from a ceiling because it's it, it's a piece of art. It really the, is. The blimp, that was like a beach ball, right? You had to blow mm-hmm. it up like a beach ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I like I just think about like I don't think I I don't think I knew anybody. Like I had the van. Mm-hmm. I remember the van was the that at one point the van was like my single birthday present. Uh and as was like the pizza shooter, like the year later. But the like the the blimp, I don't think I knew anybody who had the blimp. Yeah, like I, I think I, I I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say that like the 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 parents of my neighborhood were like, there's no way, because it was too big as well. Like once you had it blown yeah. up, once you had it blown up, and it's like, what kid is playing with this? It's like almost as big as I was. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and I popped the motherfucker. Right. And, and I re- like, I remember that day vividly, being like thinking the world was coming to an end because oh, yeah, yeah. I popped the blimp. And the, okay. I mean, you could get a patch. Sure. Even back, I mean, back then, I mean, that was readily available at any, you know, you go to the fucking hardware store and get a patch yeah. for, you know, a plastic thing like that. But that's, that's asking too much. Yeah. Because at that point, it's like, why didn't you take care of it? This is on you now. I think of it. The the biggest issues too was like I remember because I wanted more than one foot soldier. Yes. And like my parents were both jocks. So they didn't get it like in you know, so their like their whole childhood in consisted of sports outdoors. Summer, winter didn't matter. So like the the idea of like action figures and stuff like that, like they by the hell, by the time like G.I. Joe was popular, they were already out of it. Right. So they didn't get the action figure thing at all. And then once I had a foot soldier, they were just like, why the fuck do you need another one? Like, because there's an entire army. There's an army. just have one. No. It's like, we're not buying you. We already bought you that toy. We're not buying you more than one. Anyway, it was just so. In retrospect, I'm the same way, though. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, like, with my kids, you know, they got back in when... The, the newer show came out and obviously you know star wars which will be a, 
a big one on on our channel at some point. But I have to have more than one stormtrooper. Well, why? Well, yeah, because okay. there's a fucking army of them, Tommy. That's yeah. why. <laughs> thousands and thousands and thousands. But see, I'm more likely to do it because I understand it. Right. Back yeah. then, that kind of thing wasn't as understandable. No. Even though, okay, well, did you not play with army men as a kid, Dad? How many of those did you need? But at the same time, army men came in a giant bag with 500. <laughs> that for, came with multiple. For 200, for, for 250. For, yeah, for $2.50, you got a bag full of fucking army men, 500 of them. And yeah. Then you just, and then, you know, they all die one by one by fire. And there were different yeah. ones, too. Yeah, absolutely. Great toy. Honestly, when you Superb. think back on it. Yeah. first time that i i saw the cartoon or like i don't have like a you know a, a, a moment of awe that i can remember when the like when it all just happened it was just like it almost feels like the turtles just were yeah and now mind you my birthday is like days before the comic book was released so, kind of, the turtles always were. While I, since I've been alive, they progressed as you progressed. Kind of, yeah. You know, and like, so I was, I was uh, three when the when the the cartoon came out. Like, you know, it was like three, four. Like, I and I don't remember when I started getting the toys. I just, I just always remember like there was time I got the cereal uh, at one point. With I the got bank. the bank. With the ball or but not a ball bowl, uh -huh. they had the they had the the bowl the turtle bowl that had a straw in it so you yeah. could drink the fucking the candy milk that was left over. Uh, like I remember that. I remember you know I was with the toys obviously with me and my friends. Um, the comic books, the cartoon based comic books, which are like uh, Tales of the TNT TMNT. I, I think I think it's what they're called. Yeah, I'm pretty they're, sure. I, I've looked I've looked on eBay trying to find some of them, and yeah, it's kind of like it's just all the it's all the kid stuff where it's like instead of the sea monkeys and whatnot, it's just more turtle merchandise logo. In the, it's all yeah. about that logo. Yeah. yeah. Like it, I was just it. It feels like the Ninja Turtles have have always been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. In in some way or form, yeah, it's always yeah. been, whether it be a memory or something new or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always like it's just they just always been there. Like and it's 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 funny thinking about it now and like doing this doing this show and uh, <clears throat> and remembering all of these things. And just be like it really was just always there, and it's still going. It's one of those properties that's going to be around well after we're gone. It, I mean, it all it requires is a minor tweak. Yep. Somebody's so, always going to have a different spin on things. 
I did, like, and I, honestly, right now, I'm just looking forward to uh, when this cheap. I don't like. I don't even know what else to call it. Like the you know the Steven Universe. Mm-hmm. Like when when the Steven Universe art style is over. That's so popular right now, and they've done it like they did it with Thundercats. Yeah, they're trying to do it with something else. Like they did it with Teen Titans, with Teen Titans Go, even though it was a little more anime. Uh, but like what I, the next incarnation of Ninja Turtles? Because the current the current incarnation is not my favorite. No, like not even not even uh, like not even story wise because I don't know what they're doing. But the current incarnation's art style is, I don't know, it's very it's slapdash. Yeah, it's it looks like it's just thrown together. Yeah, yeah. Even like the the 2012 version that my kids were initiated into, like at least that one that one was that one had good 3D, story. Right? Yeah. That one had good story. It didn't have the greatest character design. Now, granted, there were or there was a an episode where you got the eighty seven cartoon versions, and that's the same with the two thousand three. They ended up doing the movie where they cross over the universes and mm-hmm. time and space and delete, delete, delete. <laughs> it's like they you get some version of that. What's going on, Donatello? Well, we came from a two-dimensional reality into a third dimension. It's like science fiction. Nothing's ever going to touch that initial phenomenon that was the turtle. I mean, the cartoon, the toys, that first movie made on a, I mean, especially with what they did, a shoestring budget. I mean, that was made with... What did it end up being like? 13 and a half. 13 and a half, yeah. And how much did it gross? (laughs) Yeah. So, and I mean, for the longest time until what? Pulp Fiction, I think it was. Until Pulp Fiction, it was the biggest indie movie of all time. And I mean, obviously, you know, Pulp Fiction, that's that's a work of art in itself. It is a, it's like a magical, like like a super magical movie moment like like as far as uh hollywood like the way things happen in hollywood you've got like the i mean you, again with the turtle power you look at it and they talk about it and they talk about how difficult it was it was just like who the, who the fuck's gonna make this movie yep um what the hell was the show and not only not only financially was it difficult for them to make the movie but you know shopping the movie was difficult nobody wanted it um and then on top of that the suit actors the punishment that they went through not being able to breathe in those suits and having the fucking the wires in the back of their neck and like when they could take off the head like it only put it to the side they couldn't take it completely off they had the wooden horses throughout the studio where they were just kind of like hovering over them to like rest and then you've got you know 60 pounds of shit in the shell they were made of stronger stuff back then sure and Jim Henson, obviously a fucking genius. They're actors in suits and that the heads are, you know, remote controlled. In fact, they're fascinated by it, but they believe them. I'm the cool dude, Michelangelo. Your favorite and mine. I love surfing. Um, I love pizzas. Um, I love 
life. Didn't do that very well, did you? Let's try again. The turtles, Splinter, and the new characters, Toka and Razor, are brought to life by Jim Henson's Creature Shop. The technique that makes you believe that these creatures are almost real is called animatronics. It's a space-age form of puppetry where the puppeteer uses a computer and radio controls to animate his creature. First, we should observe the ancient ritual of the, uh, uh, traditional pre-fight donut. Yeah. Technically how it works, you have um, the puppeteer who has his controls. He's standing off camera. Then you have the actor who's inside the suit um, with the mechanical head on and the um, puppeteer's actions, actions are transmitted by one of our special computers um, to, the, to the turtle head. You've got the motor sounds that's constantly going on. You can't see. That's where we see her, right there. Oh, I shouldn't show that. And uh, you've got the sound from your puppeteer because you're in, you, you can talk to him. And you've got, in the other ear, you've got the sound from the common feed, which is everybody talking together. And then you have whatever's going on in the outside world, which also filters through as well. So it's basically like... And, his, I mean, his work is some of the finest that you'll ever know. I mean, he's kind of started it all as far as, like, puppetry. Just in textures alone. Yeah. That, like, the, 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 the creatures themselves, like, the, the suits are... They're fucking immaculate. Muscle definition. Fact, like, I yeah, and I I like the I always up until a, like way later than I'm comfortable admitting. Uh, I thought that they were just really fucking um, diligent about the way that they shot it, and that you'd always have wires. Yeah. It didn't realize, like, I mean, it, I didn't, it did not dawn on me that all of these puppets, they, these were wireless animatronics. Mm -hmm. Like, that the turtles specifically, I, I know that, uh, I know Splinter was, um, but yeah, the idea that. Yeah, Splinter you know, was, like, a, Splinter was a hand puppet. Yeah, he was a puppet puppet. A proper puppet. A proper puppet. It's too many P's. Puppet puppet. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know, it was, you know, ground bait, groundbreaking is, is. You know, as these things tend to be, like the like, I don't know if I don't think this was the first time he'd used wireless puppets. Like he probably did it in. I wouldn't be surprised if he had done it in uh, things like Labyrinth and in Dark Crystal. Mm -hmm. um, well, maybe not, well, maybe not Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal's all those are all like, like, hand yeah, puppets, right? Hand puppets, or the exception creatures. Of, uh, yeah, I think there were some some parts where they just slap the kid yeah. in a in a costume and had him like run right uh, but for the most part i think it was all hand puppets or giant like wearable puppets like for the the skexies um but like but uh labyrinth like i feel like i feel like hoggle had to have been a suit performer like slight slightly wireless yeah but it, like you know and the same thing with like star wars mm-hmm you know, and uh, like the like Lucas did, and then Favreau did behind him mm -hmm. in the same spirit, where like they created technologies in order to do stuff. And I think, yeah, I mean, you know, George Lucas to... created his own, you know, company to right. to like, make it right with yeah with ILM and stuff like yeah. that. Like the uh, 
but the the I don't what it, like I know the the uh, the Avid machine. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I know. I'm pretty sure that was a that was a Lucas invention for editing that they still use today. I think. I ILM's got got its fingerprints on everything. Right, Almost, and then yeah. uh, and then if you and then if you've watched any of the behind the scenes stuff for the Mandalorian, oh yeah, sure. They created that 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 giant uh, LED set so they could do giant outdoor shots without having to be on location. You know, and it was just much done in the same thing. And then Henson was Henson is that guy for puppetry. Mm-hmm. He's just like he's the man, uh, and like you know, and then that was on full display. And it like, and it almost it, like it terrifies me to think of what because I know he was originally against the idea of doing this movie because of the violence, mm-hmm. and like it just it terrifies me to think of what what this movie would have been if Henson wasn't the one who did it. You know, like if it I almost for- feel like it would have been kind of. I feel like it would have been on a like a it would have had to have been like scale models, yeah, all of Star Wars. Like when you would have those those action scenes with you know the Death Star and uh, or when they're on Hoth stuff like that. I mean, obviously that stuff is you can't do that, especially back then. Now you could do it with CGI and everything, but is you know what. It probably would have looked like fucking Clash of the Titans. Yeah, yeah. Ten years later, it would have it like looked like Clash of the Titans. And I mean, you never know. You could have had yeah. The uh, Phil Tippett was the guy that they got to do, or they were gonna get to do the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park before they figured out that they could do it in uh, CGI. Right. Um. But yeah, like that was um. That's probably what we would have gotten, and it, and it and who knows, it could have been all right. It wouldn't have been like, like it probably would have gone down in history as. It definitely like, it would, have, would, have would have changed a, a, a lot. Cult classic, yeah. It, Clash of the Titans. It wouldn't have been where kids are getting turned away in line at a movie theater. Right. I, I mean, probably the first weekend. Actually, no. Never. Never mind that. Fucking kids are dumb. We would have fucking gone and seen that show twenty <laughs> times anyway, just because it was Ninja Turtle. But it it also could have been very like culty, like Rocky Horror Picture Show, where you're like at the drive-in or something right. at midnight. <laughs> but like, and then in hindsight, we'd we'd be sitting here being like, "Man, Jim Henson almost did that." Could you yeah. imagine what Ninja Turtles would have been like if yeah. you know the guy behind Labyrinth in Dark Crystal got his hands on it? It's just crazy to me thinking about that movie and and Jim Henson and the creature shop and all that. Almost flawless it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, you couldn't really tell. I mean, obviously, human perception is different than or an adult human's perception of real and fake are completely different to a child's. But as a child... We weren't sitting there scanning to like see where like the fucking head met the neck, right? Like, and yeah. now I mean, obviously as an adult you can see it, but and I'm sure you know our parents are like, oh my god, whatever, you know. <laughs> but like other than that, and then like, I don't even because now it's so obvious, like that scene where 
rafts in the tub and everything and he wants food get him food yeah and, and donatello laughs and you can see the guy in the suit you can mm -hmm. see his teeth and shit and yes. it's so fucking weird now yes. seeing that but as kids we didn't yeah. notice that I never, yeah, the, that one in particular, yeah, where Donatello that, I mean, opens his mouth wide. That's the one spot, yeah. yeah, and it's so weird watching it now, and like, especially in that Turtle Power documentary, yeah, when they it's and it's kind of they kind of do it in slow motion, and you see it, yeah. and you're like, what the fuck? Super creepy, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, the in the movie, it's, you get a glance of it, but it's right. it's not really, you know, the fact that they didn't correct that in post, yeah. though. That's yeah. the that's like there's just well, like literally all you post. had to do was like just kind of scrub it with like a black crayon over, <laughs> over that for <laughs> like three frames yeah. it's like three frames yeah and to like i don't know to the point where you made earlier kind of the, that we were like smarter because I, I almost like the fact that we like bought all this shit hook line and sinker uh, is like one of those it was like i don't know if we were smart yeah, maybe we were. <laughs> <laughs> uh the fact that this was offered up as a kids movie mm -hmm. was this is, i don't know it's significant again the same thing in the same vein as is batman and batman returns all children's movies and then you know and then fucking like nightmare before christmas like it was like we were we were fed pretty dark shit to a point though because i always felt like and and we're definitely fucking doing batman i mean that's no oh, fucking question um because that i mean to this day batman 89 is top five for me favorite yeah. movies of all time i think that is i think that's actually the first movie i ever saw in the theater yeah personally. um that i can remember at least but i don't I almost don't feel like Batman. I mean, I know it's it's a comic book hero, superhero. I don't feel like he was marketed as much in the beginning. I don't feel like the movie was intended for kids. I don't think Tim Burton had kids in mind when he made it. No, no, no. That's what I'm but, saying. But Warner Brothers was like, we making toys, bitch. Yep. Yep. Like... Yeah, the, I, that's the, what I'm saying. The studio's perception of a Batman movie and Tim Burton's world is completely different. Right. And that's, I want to say, that's almost the same with Turtles, though, is with Steve Barron directing. He didn't probably have children in mind. He was using the comic books as reference. He wasn't so, he wasn't sorely using the animated series as his reference points. Right. I'm sure some parts of it might have been looked at, but as far as like content goes, it, it was more uh, obviously it had to be because it was dark, right. like you said. Yeah. It it had to be referenced from the comic books. And that was and, and kind of their selling point anyways, were the were the were the comics. Yeah. And it, I mean and it, it was <clears throat> So there's 90, so there's like, well, yeah, it's just, I don't know what, like, I don't know what the target audience was for the cartoon. Like, I know it was, it was action figure buying kids. Or, well, kids who got their parents to buy action figures. 
Um, well, I mean, it, you use your allowance. Right. But it... So maybe a little bit older than maybe we, even we were. Yeah. It was definitely not the... It, like, it was... I would... <sighs> I would say probably like maybe they were pushing like more of a like a preteen yeah aspect with like especially with like the the foot in the movie right you know obviously right. those are teenage kids right. you know robbing everybody fucking blind right so maybe like eight to like eight to eleven year olds yeah uh, at the time of the movie's release yeah so well beyond us um, mm -hmm. well yeah. By a couple of years. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe like right out of our to, demo. Right, right. So maybe the movies were made more, or, or this movie specifically was made more for the yeah. those on the edge of, on the precipice of puberty. Mm -hmm. Be like, do not follow in Danny's footsteps. <laughs> the Sex Pistols will make you a junkie. Yes, because they were so relevant in 1990. Right. It, it, and this, it's like I don't know. There's everything about this movie is still relevant to me. Mm -hmm. Like I, I like just I watched, watched it, it a few hours ago, right? Right, and I and I and I probably put this movie on. Like if it's on a streaming service, like I own it, I own them all. Mm -hmm. uh, I I feel I I bought all of these movies on Blu-ray out of Walmart's bargain bin. Yeah, and I feel like I robbed them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got I the like, I got the three movie set on Blu-ray, and I think it was like. 788 or something like that for the blu-ray set for all three movies yeah i wish i'd have seen that but that was really guys the 788 blu-ray bin you yeah got like the 588 dvd bin and mm -hmm. then the 788 blu-ray bin and i bought all three of them and i'm just like there's like these have got this has got to be a mistake so I oh nope I, rem I remember where i when i got the blu-ray set it was uh black friday sale okay it, and it was I want to say it was like one of the like the nine eighty eight, but it was all three movies. So give or right. take, whatever, a couple bucks, no big deal. But I remember seeing, it, I was like, "Oh shit, I got to get this because my kids need this in their lives," and I will gladly watch these movies with them. And then I also I did buy the the CGI animated movie, the O seven movie, mm -hmm. but I bought that separately. But now they have a four pack where you can get all four. In one set. Because apparently the two, 2007 movie is actually canon to the original trilogy. Right. Yeah. It's supposed to like happen like well, like well after all that. Yeah. Stuff. But um, like in the sewer, they have like Treader's helmet and stuff from yep. the original trilogy. Yeah. And it like in and after after the Michael Bay movies, uh, I do believe everybody was way more. Ex like they way more accepting of the idea that the, the that TMNT was a part of the ori like original trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like even at first, I don't remember watching the 2007 movie until later on. I want to say I don't think I saw that until right before the Michael Bay movies came out. I saw it in the theaters. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, oh, it nice. was uh, like it. I think I was right at the beginning of like or 2007 
Oh yeah, and I was trying to just like right in the beginning of my midlife crisis. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, that's too early. Although, although uh, when, I was, when I was 23, I, didn't I had know a midlife crisis. crisis crisis at 23. I remember that very vividly. That's right it. before I met my wife, and I was a fucking mess. I was a I, mess of a man. I had. It was well. Twenty three was kind of when I was like properly thrust into reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me too. Like nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two. I was working bullshit jobs. Yeah. Uh, I was scraping by. Mm-hmm. I was digging myself into absurd amounts of debt. Uh, and uh, like the the release of the two thousand seven movie was like it was i'm just like i gotta i gotta go do this ninja turtles is like who i am as a person i have to do this i need i just need i need you needed that escape 90, from reality like for a i minute. need 90 minutes of nostalgia yeah. to remind me yeah. that like or like or to kind of just bring me back to living a norm like a, a, a idyllic child's life and uh yeah, and see, 2007, so I would have been 20. So I was still in the the battles of trying to become a become an adult <laughs> and not be a fucking just piece of shit. But I was I was well on my way at that point. And then, yeah, so, yeah, I, f- I think that's kind of weird. Like, 23, that was, like, the cutoff point. That's, like, most people say, you, uh, like, especially an adult man, we don't start to grow. and Or we stop. Our, what is it? We stop growing at 25? Or, like, there's a switch our, that goes off at 25 and we... Our brain stops developing at yeah. 25. Yeah. That movie, or that, that documentary, is it, it's, it, it is one of the best like it's almost as good to me as the electric boogaloo <laughs> the, uh, the the story of canon films yeah i love that documentary too it's my it's hands down my favorite just being i mean and basically due to the fact that those movies are what raised me uh uh on on the wpix mm-hmm. there's gotta be an episode as well Yes, we have to like. I don't know if we can somehow find a history of WPIX. I know it. Oh, I know I'm, it's, I'm. Yeah, I'm sure it exists. I know it. I know it still exists as a channel. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like, but I know because like once it was, uh, uh, it was taken over by Warner Brothers, and then yeah. like it, Warner Brothers, then it turned into the CW and all that. Shit. There's got to be some kind of YouTube documentary on WPIX. I would fucking hope so because I know like, oh man. If not, ma- some, if not, maybe we should make that. <laughs> I, I have made, I have made some like some like social media buddies. Like my, all my social medias are not. I don't interact with people that I know in my everyday life, right? On my social media, that's how I keep my that's how I keep my social media a fun place. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So. I've made friends just by mentioning mentioning sitting in front of a wooden cabinet television watching WPIX on a Saturday morning and afternoon. Like just that experience, that shared experience with the people from our region at that time in history. Like it's fucking amazing. But yeah, so Electric Boogaloo, 
Canon films, they managed to take like, I mean, it's about a, like in, in, in Turtle Power is similar in the way that it covers such a, a large portion of time. And it makes you feel like you were there for all of it. Yep. I mean, like, and we were there for all of it, really, uh, for or for most of it. I hate but, to like, say this, but, but it, the only thing that can make that documentary better is if it was like two hours longer, dude. The every time I watch it, and I, I watched that last night, right before I started the movies. Uh huh. Every time I watch it, like I feel like it leaves me wanting more. Yeah. I want to know more. Give me more it, details. Especially looking back on it, that it's it it was released in 2014, and it, so it was probably wrapped shooting in late 2012 or 2013. Right. And so much has happened since then. Yes. Like, and I, I think the first time I saw it, it was only a few years after it was released. But it, but still, like there, and and now especially, like they need like a part two. Yeah. Um, I, and and even if you use a lot of like unused footage. Like, I just want to know more. I want to know more about, you know, the making of each movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to, there's, because there's got to be footage of that shit out there. I mean, cameras don't stop rolling just because the director yells cut. Right. There's, and there's all, especially even then, like camcorders were readily available in 1990. So if somebody on set had something, you know, and I mean, you've seen clips, I mean, you can see clips on YouTube of, of stuff that went on and, but I want to see like on location shit, like the 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 farmhouse and stuff. Like I want to see more behind the scenes stuff on that. And like you know, shout out to Turtles Dan. Yeah, uh, like they. Oh shit! Guy, yeah, they they you know they they dig up some stuff. Like they got all the like that. I'll even I'll link that channel yeah. in this because it's without amazing. that I wouldn't. Like there's yeah there's uh and, and like. There's a few. There's a few uh, few YouTube channels that have been imperative to my deeper learning of ninja of well, of most of my yeah, like old nostalgia pop culture shit. And yeah, Turtle Den, Turtles Den is definitely that, my, that's top notch. That they guy does good, excellent fucking work. Like with the where are the puppets now? Mm -hmm. That creepy, creepy. Oh fuck! So terrible. It's like it's like it, it's so sad, but like, what else are you gonna do with foam latex? Like, yeah, it's gonna deteriorate so, over there's time. There's only so much preservation you can. Yeah. Do. What is it? Ninety minutes? Yeah, An hour and forty-five minutes, something, something like, like that? that. Yeah, like, Give it, or like take. it's 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 a a reasonable length for a feature film. Um, it's an in-depth overview of an entire franchise in the time it would take you to watch a movie. Right, and. Like they could do like the are you familiar with the um uh Crystal Lake memories mm -hmm. and the and yep. I can't I can't remember the name of the, the Nightmare on Elm Street oh, uh, um, counterpart. Uh I know what you're talking about. I just watched it last year for the uh, for the other show. Right. So when we did, like, when we so did the got, Nightmare on Elm Street. So you got a four and a half hour documentary about Nightmare on Elm Street mm -hmm. broken down film by film. Excellent. And then you've got the same thing for Crystal Lake Memories, mm -hmm. which turned out to be eight hours long. Yes. Because, well, there's naturally there's more movies. Right. Um, but again, excellent. And, oh, absolutely. And, and I sat detailed. Like, and uh, like uh, the 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 streaming service documentary platform, the episodic documentaries, like these these limited docu series, have changed the game with documentaries. And mm -hmm. I like 
like as much as I love the movies that made us and the toys that made us and stuff like that, like I need more. Like, yeah, fucking like I'm the same so way much with more those information and uh, like, and you can do it now. And like the they're into the uh, in search of darkness. Have you watched those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I haven't. I'm still not. Jericho's involved, one of yet. course I am. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, no, really good. That. Yeah, I did not yeah. know Jericho was involved, yeah. but it, it doesn't surprise me either. But yeah, yeah. four hour long documentaries, uh, fucking uh, in search of the last action hero. Mm-hmm. Although that one was that one was short. Yeah, uh, sadly, but like at the same time, the movies that movies covered in in that documentary as vast and as much as they outnumber the horror movies. The substance of those movies is like paper thin, right? Like and uh, but yeah, and then they're doing um, same people that did In Search of Darkness are doing a sci-fi one. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's uh, like a four and a half hour long sci-fi yeah. one that I can't wait for. And they so, like and even even things... that there's there's a there was a Star Wars one on YouTube, and I don't know if it's still there, but it's like film by film. Basically frame by frame. Like, I mean, it's extensive. But, I mean, but it fills in each, like, basically, like, scene by scene. Tells you the backstory on each. And it's, like, it's amazing what people can do now. Yeah, As content creators, just the amount of time that we've spent on Turtles in the last month, just, just to put something like this out. It would take us years to put out a definitive collection, and yeah. I, and I, I mean I I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere down the road we didn't revisit Turtles. Like I mean, the, the more stuff comes out, of course, naturally, we do it, you know, that or in a live stream or something. Yeah, like, and we and we like, haven't even touched on the second or third movie. No, <laughs> not yet. All right, so now we are talking about the second movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, released March 22nd, 1991. I can't, this is the craziest thing to me, is the difference between the first and the second movie, less than a year. How is that even possible? I thought it was 92 this was released. No, I mean, that tracks. I remember the, I remember, and it's all, my timeline's pretty much all based around my dad. What month was the first movie released? 90 i think i think it came out in 90. well no no what month i know it was 90 i don't know i gotta look this up this is fucking this is fucking with me right off the bat <laughs> march 30th 1990 see i thought it was march what the fuck how did they fast track this fucking movie in a year there's probably all the money that the fucking first one made That's the only thing I could think of, like the amount of the like the the amount of su- the success that the first movie saw. Right? No, I I mean I get that, but holy and they had, shit! And they had New Line behind them. Right. Uh, right. Again. In oh, and in a bigger growing. budget, the second yep. movie had twenty five million dollar budget. So they didn't. They didn't have to lie, cheat, and steal. As, the way that as they compared did the to first the first one, one, had what thirteen and a half? We said. Right, and they, and it, I remember. I think they like they they had to stop. If I recall correctly, yeah, Turtle Power. They had they, they had like some crazy stoppage that 
because they ran out of money and, and somehow they were able to eke out like another yeah uh the the producer went to his guy in hong kong or whatever got yeah. more money um yeah so budget was 25 million for secret of the ooze and it did 78.7 at the box office which not as good as the first one, but fuck, still not bad. Yeah, and then it like I mean it was ultimately you know, it was probably just all cash grab anyway. You, know? you triple yeah, your money; it's it can't can't be too bad. So I, I go back and like the second movie makes me so sad. I loved it when I was a kid. Yeah, absolutely. That's loved the it. thing is like everybody had the the black case, the white case, the yellow case, mm-hmm. and like I always remember. I mean, I loved the first movie, obviously. It was mm-hmm. the fucking tits. But for some reason, I guess it was that kid factor. I, yeah. I always lean more towards Secret of the Ooze. It's, it was a, it was, they made a cartoon more colorful. out of it. Yeah, very, yeah. very much more colorful. Like everything. I mean. Yeah, but you're, uh, yeah, you're right. It, it was it more like a cartoon. In, it opens in that weird underground mall. Mm-hmm. Which, time, are those a real thing? Uh, like, n- not for nothing. Like, it looks like Japan. It does. It looks like, like that, where you would go like, to get like a knockoff jersey or something. <laughs> yeah, like it. The like every time I rewatch it, I'm just like, I have never, ever, ever seen one of these. Like, while we're it, on like, it, though, I I forgot to mention this. Uh, I did watch another Turtles Den video, and NECA is making a Kino figure. Are they really? Yes. They were, uh, NECA it, so. tweeted out, I guess. I didn't see it for whatever reason. I think I only follow NECA on my my personal Twitter, which I don't tweet from mm-hmm. <laughs> ever. I don't know why I have one. Um, but, I, uh, uh, yeah, they have, a like, a prototype. They put out a picture of it. Just the back of him. You can't see mm-hmm. his face. But yeah. you see the pizza box and then, like, his jacket in yep. the back of his head. Which, Kino... In the second movie, in the first movie, he was a super performer for Donatello. That's right. Yeah. Which blows my fucking mind. Like, he was so good. Like, they're like, we're giving you a fucking role in the second movie, kid. Yeah. You don't even have to wear a mask. He was a, he was an all right character, though. I didn't mind him. Yeah, I mean, there's mostly just a plot device. It's just like, it, you know, they were, they had uh, uh, April and Casey in the first one. And, it, yeah. and like, and all those other characters that drove the, that drove the, the story. They just couldn't do that again, so they right. Well, and we didn't even get Casey Jones in the second one. That's right, which is weird. Super is why? I mean, I don't know. He's in the third one. Why isn't he in the second one? Well, I think they realized they made the mistake in the yeah. They're like, we fucked up on this one. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, because Kino's not in the third one. Nope. And um, I mean, yeah. How are you gonna How are you gonna not put the guy with the hockey mask in there? I wonder if, like, I wonder if they were just like, maybe if maybe people might find out like the origins of Casey Jones in the <laughs> comic book, and they're like, yeah. we don't want, yeah, eh, a bunch of kids, maybe, like aspiring to grow up and be a Casey Jones, but uh, <laughs> yeah, a junkie, a, a junkie, a psychopathic fucking piece of shit, vigilante running from the cops, goddamn junkies, um. But it's like, yeah, like looking back, looking back on on the second one a lot is it's just like it makes me sad because the first one, like as an adult, the first one is just so goddamn good. It still stands up. Yeah, um, it's 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 and not. It's, like, and it's not that the second one doesn't stand up. It's about it's the the fact that it it is just more 
child friendly. And I understand yeah. that's the whole purpose of it. Right. But it it like I don't know. The first one's such a good story. Yeah. I I mean I liked I like, you know, Token Razor. I like those characters. We we talked about it before. I don't I don't know if it got cut or not. <laughs> but um Corey Feldman voicing yep. Donatello. Um yep. obviously in the first, in the third, but not in the second, which right. I'm assuming he just wasn't available. Um, which I think his star had kind of burned out by that point, but still, I mean, I'm sure Turtles was gonna pay him more or around what he was gonna get elsewhere. I'm sure it was a money thing. I wouldn't be surprised. Early nineties, early nineties were not kind to Corey Feldman. No, he was hanging out with MJ too much. Yeah, or trying to actually be but, MJ yep. more, and which is lots, weird. Lots of drugs. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Allegedly, yeah, man, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> like, and it was. I, I can also remember too. I remember being disappointed when I was a kid seeing like like the the glimpses of toka and razar that we got all i wanted was bebop and rocksteady right you know and it's like they've they've got them and you'll hear about that later on the countdown <laughs> yeah 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 like they, 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 it's like they've already got they've already got bebop and rocksteady why why on earth why are we wasting like, these already established characters viacom because viacom already owned them by then right or was Maybe just playmates, probably playmates. Either way, the property was already Surge, like, Surge Productions or whatever it is. Why on Why on earth would they not just use? Maybe it was too difficult to make a Rhino. Mutant no, I would think I would think mutant. Mirage owned them still in ninety ninety one. I don't think they completely signed their rights over yet. Eastman and Laird were still pretty involved, yeah. or Eastman was at least. Yeah, but it's just like that was. That was, I think that what when I was a kid, that was my biggest disappointment. Was that, like the the with with uh, Tolka, at least it was kind of reminiscent of Slash, right? Which you will definitely hear later on. <laughs> uh, so there was that, and like I remember, like you know, obviously, and if anybody watching this that was alive at that time and i and i'm I've, it's been so long since i've been a kid i don't know if they still do this but like you see the shit and you uh you, the speculation is almost as like the hype building the hype as a kid you know you see the you see tolka and you're like oh my god it's slash you know and you see raza i'm like i don't know who this is supposed to be maybe he's supposed to be fucking uh what is that a fucking dog yeah like, <laughs> yeah man like it Are was you getting a fucking dog that's Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm with you. I totally thought it was Slash, and and it was yeah, you know, super cool. And it was kind of a dis like it was just a letdown when you find out that they just made up new characters. Yeah, damn it. Why'd you do this? No, but yeah, it's it's the same thing with kids now. It, movies aren't the same now. I would say pre-pandemic maybe, but not to the hype that like when we were kids. I think the well, the the internet, the accessibility, mm -hmm. and also like how quick everything comes out. Yeah, people people don't like rush out to go to the theaters like they did when we were kids. Well, right, because all they got to do is wait forty five days, and it's on. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever yeah. you know. 
Like the 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 D, it goes shit. Out. Sometimes yeah. it's on the same day as theaters now, well, which right. blows my fucking mind. Could you imagine having that access as a kid? I think I would have hated it, honestly. I I mean, I think I probably would have eaten it up. Like if I had access to the movies that I wanted to well, see in theaters, yeah, like... fuck, yeah, of course. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm glad we grew up in the time that we did because right. well, we yeah, had was, we had to fucking struggle. like do shit. It was like, activities. It was like, yep, we had to we had to occupy ourselves elsewhere. Imagination, like, you know, little like a little like just side tangent, like the yeah. uh, fucking Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Like all, I mean, we saw it in the theaters, in the yep. big theater. Yep, and then we had to wait. Like the the I think I don't remember what it was, but like it, they had to be out of all the theaters before they would start getting ready to produce. The VHS tape. Yeah, that was a long one too. And that was in theaters for over a year. Yeah. So it like, like it was just Jurassic like, Park ah. and like I remember later on, like Titanic. Yep. That was in the movie theater for fucking right. ever, dude. I didn't think that thing was ever leaving. And now like, fuck, have they not milked this thing dry yet? <laughs> yeah. And now it's 45 days. Like and, you're lucky if a movie sticks, like the movie's gotta be cranking in money. Yeah. In order for it to stay in a in a theater for more than a couple of weeks. Right. And then it's like off to the dollar theaters or whatever, yep. whatever the what uh, account or uh, they still have dollar theaters. Uh, they do. They're just not a dollar anymore. Like, oh, okay. Like their budget theaters is a couple. Yeah, probably there. like five instead of the normal yeah. ten or whatever. But uh, fifteen, whatever it is. I don't even know how much it costs to go to the movies yeah. anymore. I haven't been in so long. So forty-five days from like from premiere to to uh, disc. Holy shit, the last movie I saw in the theaters was Rise of the Skywalker. The last Star Wars movie. So that was what? Three years ago now? Something like that? I think it's, it might even be farther than that. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't care. I'm, I don't, I'm, I don't I'm, either. I'm so over Star Wars, it's yeah. not even funny. Um, but, uh, like, yeah, so there, you know, there's a lot of that anticipation and shit like that that went into yeah. it. And that was, you know. And I mean, they delivered with the flashing colors. Yep. You know, like I was I was enamored by that movie uh uh when it came out and I watched it on repeat pretty much like yeah. well, as, as as much as rewinding and playing it playing it over again counts as a repeat. I can't um, I can't believe how well my VHS tapes held up. Yeah. Because literally would watch the movie, rewind it, watch it again. Yeah. And that goes for all three of these movies. Stuff like Dumb and Dumber, I watched yep. all the fucking time. Uh, Billy World. Madison, Wayne's World, yep. all that shit, dude. Like, it was like clockwork. Always had a fucking movie on. Or I was watching, you know, Power Rangers or Batman the Animated Series, shit like that. Stuff we'll talk about in length down the yeah. road sometimes. As far as I know, my original Ninja Turtles cassette, it does, although the box has been long deteriorated. <sighs> uh, no, I wish I had all that shit it's still. still kicking at my parents house really I, did not, I didn't bring it i didn't bring it when i moved out here uh because i wasn't bringing it i knew the va i knew the vcr wasn't coming with me so yeah. i just left all my vhs tapes um because i was literally i had to took what i could fit into a subaru so yeah like it, it was yeah really mine are all either are my mom still has a few of ours in the house and then um like storage but then, like, my dad, all of our shit got moved down to the basement at his house. So, 
But I don't even I don't even know what happened. I'm sure he probably ended up leaving that in that house. So, so like while it's all while it's all on the internet and readily available at the at a, at a very uh, simple couple of clicks, like the I just it it it, it warms the subcockle regions of my heart that I can that there is a cassette tape that's got that family home entertainment bumper and the pizza hut commercial and all that other shit like it just makes me it what you saw in the intro that that was that was a nod um to both of us but i did it just because i the way you talked about it before when we in another recording session i was like i gotta put this in for him yeah man like it's it it really is it just fucking like because that's what it means to to me like it's not even like I remember, I remember pizza parties. Uh, uh, I remember ce- yeah, celebrating, uh, playing a, a a baseball game, not always winning, but like, yeah, out of pizza parlors and shit like that. Not necessarily like well, we're from the fucking northeast, so we didn't go to Pizza Hut. <laughs> uh, we only went to Pizza Hut when we for the Scholastic Book Club. That's, right. That's the only time we went to Pizza Hut. Which uh, it's funny because little Tommy just got one of those the other day, oh, and I was man. like, "Yes, I still fucking do it, man." But it, like it, yeah. There's so much, but the with that that commercial very specifically means that the Ninja Turtle VHS tape is on. Like yeah. that's what it means to me. That's where like I there it's I associate it with nothing else. Mm-hmm. I know it was. I know it was played on TV. Mm-hmm. I know it was fucking played at the beginning. Anytime of other, I remember other... seeing it on TV, I thought somebody was watching Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And then I know it's on other cassettes. I know it's on other cassettes. I know, like it's. I know it's not exclusive to the Ninja Turtles movie, but it's where it sits in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you. And and again, just like that, we're not talking about the second movie again, <laughs> right? And it's fine. It is what <laughs> it, it is. Well, it is. You know, that's it. That's, that, we that's we said what we had to say. We said yeah, what we had to say. Like it's cartoony. It's a, it is a serviceable sequel. They made some poor, creative decisions. It is still, still watchable though. Yeah, it's not. It's not awful. No, not like at all. when I wa- But when I getting into the third movie now, uh, March nineteen. So March again. This time it was two years later, ninety three. Mm-hmm. Budget of twenty one million, so four million less than two. So how the fuck is that possible? But this one only coming in box office fifty four. Point four million. So they went from tripling their money to doubling their money. Still, mm-hmm. any profit is good profit on a fucking right. movie. So even then, you double your money. You think about it. Okay, we see a drop. Makes you wonder why there wasn't a fourth live action in the nineties. I well, if the if the the way that it works now is the same as the way that it worked then, I can understand. Yeah, they, the way they they say it. That they spend two times the budget on marketing alone. So a movie generally has to make has to minimum triple the triple the uh, published budget in order to consider to be considered a success. Which is why they pumped the second one out after the first one because they're like, "Fuck, we got a fucking gold mine. Let's hit it yeah. while the strike it while the so, iron's hot, baby." So if the if the box office was double the budget, then they probably didn't make their money back, and right. uh, ultimately, and that probably killed. Well, and I mean, that. at that point, you know, ninety three. I mean, I was still young. Yep. 
I, I mean, I if they would have pumped another one out in two years, 95, the greatest summer of my life, at, at, give me Ninja Turtles 4. Yep. I, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't have seen them. Yeah. But I can understand. I can understand. No, I, no, I totally like, get it as an adult. Yeah. New Line was probably like, well, this turtle thing is dead. Yeah. It's like, it has nothing to They've do with the fact on. that you just made a shit movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah the movie <laughs> fucking turtle. sucked. Even then, even as a yeah. kid, I watched it. And I was like, eh. I mean, I still got the VHS after seeing the theater said <laughs> after seeing it, but because yeah. you had to have it because yeah. it was there. I remember I was it's actually turtle. I was actually visiting my grandparents and when the VHS came out and went to a Walmart and got it. I remember the day because mm-hmm. my grandpa had a doctor's appointment. So we went. We, we drove with them. And then, like, I remember, like, that was back in the day, still were, like, old people, like, because my grandparents were a lot older than most of my friends' grandparents, my mom's parents. So I remember, like, they had still thought it was okay for a child to sit in the front. They had, like, the bench seat. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I remember. <laughs> that was still okay. Well. Um, but, yeah, I'll never forget that, like, going. I remember we, we got KFC, and then we went to Walmart and walked in and i saw it and i was just like <sighs> even though i'd already seen it in theaters yeah already said the movie sucked but s- just seeing the display and they're in their yeah. samurai gear on the horses and i'm like oh my god i have to have it my grandpa's like what is this stupid shit yep and bought it for me anyways <laughs> yeah man and like and i'm not gonna lie i watched the shit out of that movie like when it came out like like i wasn't i did not have the I was not enlightened enough to realize that it was a bad movie when it was on. All I saw was live action turtles and I was cool with it. Uh, but even like, may, I might not have noticed it in the theaters, but I know I noticed it as a kid on the VHS, the, the fucking eye holes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was really obnoxious, but I, I liked the story. The story was okay. It was uh, somewhat. It was. <laughs> Like it wasn't bad, and it. Wasn't I wanted to believe it was either, something but... to do with turtles in time, though. The video uh, game. I'm sure. I'm sure, and I get that, and I have no doubt in my mind that that was the, the catalyst. Yeah. To make part three, the, I thought the like, lamp even, thing was fucking cool. Yeah, there was. Uh, I've seen some. Like, is it? I in most of the American releases, I don't remember it ever being called uh, Ninja Turtles Three: Turtles in Time. But it, Europe, but, right? Yeah, somewhere else. I don't. Yeah, I don't know where it's from. Some English speaking country, but it said "Turtles in Time" on the poster. That yeah, I, I remember like, seeing this as well. And and I don't yeah, know so if it like, was recently or if it's just in my head or maybe it's a fucking Mandela effect. I don't know what it yeah. is. But uh, and 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 also, I like it doesn't it. They probably could have made their money back. All of it. Yeah. including the 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 unreported budget or uh, uh, marketing budget stuff if they did turtles and if they called it turtles in time in the united states because because we, of the fucking video game even on even, yeah even on ooh, sweet even on amazon it says teenage mutant ninja turtles 3 turtles in time blu-ray yeah but that i think that's like a third-party seller um let me see wikipedia here if they've got it on here, where it might have been called that. Um, I'm not seeing it. Uh, 
Jesus Christ. Talking about the cuts and everything. Yeah. The nunchucks. Also known as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Turtles in Time. Okay, but you're not telling me where. Yeah. Because I've seen that too, and I want to know where it was. But I remember having that poster on my wall of the third movie. Yeah. The sun. Yep. Um, cool shot. Yeah, it is. Definitely a cool shot. And like, they, yeah, there was a lot, like, it's almost like they just dropped the ball on, on certain aspects of it. Like the idea, like the, the whole swapping with the, the samurai and all that stuff, like there's nothing like weird about that. Really. Right. Like it's, it makes perfect. sense. It's a, it's a movie about fucking human, like a humanoid uh, mutant turtles. Like, you know, like the, some, I know I've, some of the critiques I've, I've either listened to or read, of the movie is just like this is just ridiculous. It's like you're talking about <laughs> teenage mutant ninja turtles. So like, is pro wrestling, but we yeah, watched yeah. that. It's, too. it's idiotic. <laughs> like that's what it, uh, I. It's one of the reasons. Like especially like the older I got, I always I fucking hated Siskel and Ebert uh, because man. they would because they would they would critique these genre movies as if they were like going for like as if they were supposed to be oscar bait or something and nine, nine times out of ten if siskel and ebert gave it two thumbs up i gave it two thumbs up your ass because yeah, it was because yeah. it was something if, i wasn't gonna watch right whenever they whenever they came out against the movie i would usually be like yeah well it's i need to see this obviously one i need to see ace ventura yeah <laughs> fucking any classic. jim carrey fucking <laughs> yeah it's like yeah stick you go fucking get your head out of your ass yeah, I, I yeah, I, I never, I still don't. I mean, I maybe that comes with being a hardcore Kiss fan. Don't ever listen it, to a fucking credit. Don't, because no, like, it, your opinion is your own. Nobody's ever gonna change it. Right, and I, like it's, the, it's there's a you know kind of a movement nowadays where everybody like if you're like they're treating critics like they're like fucking you know the the Greek scholar like the Greek philosopher. Yeah, so I'm just like uh, no. That's one thing that drives me absolutely fucking nuts is how can just because you're a critic and I'm not saying all of them because some of them I would I would classify in this group. But how is a critic classified automatically as a historian? Right. A historian to me is somebody who has dedicated their fucking adult life. Yeah. Devoted to one thing. Yeah. That's a historian. And like there's there, I mean, then there's also or even can, a couple of things, you know, you know, like you can, I mean, you can study film and right. like film theory and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and you can and you can apply it, you know, like kind of like you know, it's like a, a remember the old days of the overhead projector, like you've got yep. that, you you know, you, the, there's a structure that you can have on a on a transparency, and you can kind of lay it over the 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 structure of the movie and if it meets the criteria you know you can you can do all that stuff and you can pick it apart but then like at the end of it then you've got like your siskels and eberts where you're like it's like i do not recommend this movie you should not see this movie if okay well then i'm going to movie, see it yeah asshole. if you watch this movie <laughs> then you are amoral or, or immoral and yeah and horrible terrible person it's just yeah, like you're an idiot if you yeah, pay money to see this off movie. your goddamn high horse you pompous ass yeah like, what, what have you ever created yeah that's, that's what true. i want to see yeah nowadays it's like, like the, instead of instead of just being like yeah it wasn't for me you gotta tear it down because yeah. it's like you know whatever make it something that it's not or whatever like i i'm not a, i hate 
I've ever since I was very little because all of my favorite things were ripped to shreds. And mine in the, that's where my bias lies. But the fucking yeah, like all of my favorite things were torn to shreds by the, critics. The best and, part about it was when your parents just ripped it to fucking shreds. <laughs> right. Well, that's you know, and like that made yeah, more come sense on, to me. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like, like oh, one Jesus. thing that I like. Yeah, yeah. Like this, what's with this stupid nonsense? Like, yeah. Why are you wasting your time? Go out and fucking throw a baseball. Why are you watching <laughs> these goddamn puppets? Like, We're gonna throw a knuckleball, or I won't love you anymore. Yeah, <laughs> faced with the harsh realities of life. Have a forty-year career in the MLB. Throw yeah. the knuckleball. But yeah, like it's uh. So the third one, like I don't even know. It's not even that. Like it just it gets the bad rap. It's kind of ridiculous. It's even more child friendly. <laughs> it's kind of. We're talking about a fucking franchise of four mutant turtle brothers. No, like in the context of yeah, four no, mutant turtle brothers, it's, <laughs> it's, it's still ridiculous. Yeah, but it's um, not next mutation ridiculous. No, and um, like yeah, I mean, there's they they all still hold a very like you know a a place in my heart yeah. as, as a as a massive chunk of my childhood. Nothing will ever change that. I'll, no. I'll be if I make it to eighty years old. I'm and for whatever reason. My great grandkids or grandkids or whatever I have at that point, yeah. probably great, great, great the way the fucking kids are going these days. Yeah. But I, I don't think I would have a problem watching it or thinking it was stupid then, even. Could you imagine? Like sometimes I like it. I mean, I, I because of the stuff that I grew up on, the media that I grew up on, big fan of dystopian like uh like fiction. Yeah. Just in general. So that then, you know, and then I kind of go off on my tangents in my own head where I start thinking about possible dystopian futures. You think of uh, uh, Reign of Fire. You ever see that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where they're uh, Christian Bale and Gerard Butler's characters telling the story of Star Wars. Yeah. To the kids. Like, could you imagine? Just like, so anyway, there's these turtles, right? And we get this green goo on. <laughs> and you're fucking, and you're doing that. You're telling the story of the Ninja Turtles to a bunch of kids that have like, never seen a TV or anything like that. You know, but, like, but then like, 20 years later, to... some piece of shit tried to make another movie and they dumped the mutagen on them when they were already mutated and it turned yeah. them into a human being or his hand. But still, how does that make fucking sense? And the kid's like, what? Yeah, yeah, you just start going off on fucking <laughs> their head on, fucking explodes. on nerve rants. You're not trying to help them grow <laughs> as, as humans anymore. You're just using you're using your fucking soapbox. Back, to, to back in your, my day when shit was good, which yeah, is you're airing, what we're doing now. <laughs> you're airing your grievances at uh 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 at Michael Bay yeah. uh, at a bunch of kids in in a <laughs> fucking years in later. a cave. Yeah, in a cave. His head's been frozen for forty years already. Yeah. I'm still going off about it. He ruined the franchise. Piece of the shit. Fucking guy. Man, this is the same First guy. First Transformers, made... now this. Yeah, the same guy that made fucking gems like The Rock and Bad Boys 2. <laughs> My wife loves Bad Boys 2. Who doesn't love Bad Boys 2? I, I Bad mean, Boys, the, the, I like I, it, but the she's only thing. Like, always like, let's watch Bad Boys 2. I'm like, why can't we watch Bad Boys 1 first? I mean, Bad Boys 2 is. is by far the superior movie. yeah like it like when you like you, you think about uh it's like rush uh, hour i like rush hour too but yeah uh hot in hot fuzz yeah 
when he's just like, you've never seen Bad Boys 2. If you've never <laughs> seen Bad Boys 2, you've probably never seen Bad Boys 1 in the context of that, that those characters having that conversation. But he doesn't even think about te- fucking showing a Bad Boys 1. You show yeah. him and go immediately to 2. I don't know. I, I, is, if I'm going to watch them, I want to watch 1 and 2. That was the peak. That was that was the peak of Michael Bay's career. It was bad, but you know what? I think that's why. Speaking of everything se- after that was downhill. Speaking of sequels, next month we're doing Back to the Future. Spoiler alert: next month is Back to the yeah. Future. But there are people who don't like the first movie. Yeah, and they'll they'll go straight to the second one. Yeah, because they it's say, a- "Well, we get enough of the first one in the second one." Right. And there's also, I will say that it was, it was a similar situation because they would, you know, they took Back to the Future, which was like, at, like you know, silly as it was, yeah, it's not not a children's movie, right? But then they were like, well, this made all the money. The only way to make more money is with merchandising, and the only way to make money with merchandising is to merchandise like or to target children. Merchandise so the went, merchandise. Yeah, yeah. So but like now, stuff in there. That's uh, we'll, we'll, the, we'll talk about it next time. Yeah, yeah. But you know, know, they Because I, I was about to go off on a God damn it. Back to the Future tangent. <laughs> um, so the games, I mean, fuck, man. Like, we, we, the, as we mentioned in the top 10, the uh, the arcade game was king. Yes. But, you know, like they made they um, all the arcade games. The original Nintendo game was the fucking worst. What? Okay. I I hate okay, it so okay. much. All right. Here here's what I wanted. This is the perfect uh part of the show. So, I hated it as a kid. Yeah. But now that I'm an adult and I can kind of like and well and having access to the internet so you know yeah. how to beat levels. Yeah. It's not that fucking bad. But there's people who are split on it. There are people yeah. that are like me now and have changed their mind and have since played it again as an adult and said it's good. I haven't. I have it's not just played it. Really fucking hard is yeah. the problem. Yeah, and and while that's all good and fine, and like you know, games shouldn't be, you shouldn't just be able to fucking. Yeah, I never like, liked skate that. through. If I don't it's get like, pissed off and throw a controller, yeah. there's an issue. Right, and I, like it was just it. It seemed, it just seemed so impossible to figure out. And by the time, by the time any kind of a, a assistance, a guide or anything like that yeah. would have come out for it. And like I don't even You'd remember already if moved they on. Were, well, they were the the arcade game had already come out for yeah. NES. Yeah. And by the and what other game do you need at yeah. that point? At that point, being able to play the Nintendo or the 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 Ninja Turtles arcade game on your fucking eight inch dial TV, just like <laughs> the one that's surrounding your fucking your camera right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a TV just like this. <laughs> Yeah, like being able to play the arcade game on that, regardless of the 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 graphics or anything like that, was care. I mean back then was those were badass. goddamn game changer. Yeah, like it was the you know it was very clearly dumbed down and stuff like that. I remember that was one of the things. Just like why does it look like this? And yeah. like it, it didn't dawn on me that the fucking that and the, the sprites the were arcades, all fucked up. Like it, yeah, that the arcade was uh, you know, like obviously superior. like far superior and yeah. capable of capable of of superior graphics as well. well even even later on when, with hyperstone heist and turtles and yep. time on sega i mean yep. they weren't perfect no still fucking badass though and yeah. the fact that you didn't have to go to the fucking arcade and spend twenty dollars yeah. in 30 minutes to play it was fucking right. badass 
The only, yeah, the only, the, and uh, that, at which point, I mean, obviously it's a trade off. Yeah. But like, uh, you, you had to earn your extra lives. You can just pop in another quarter. Right. Uh, um, you had to get a hundred points, like, or they kill a hundred guys to get another life. It was. But that was, that was our thing. When I'm, when I moved to Arkansas and I would go back to New Jersey in the summer, it was, that was the day one. Like I get off the plane, get to our house, throw my suitcase in mine and my brother's room because we shared like the upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, "All right, it's it's turtle <laughs> time, 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 time." Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, every fucking summer, dude. It didn't matter how old I was. That that's what we did. Yeah, he, but, he he wouldn't even have the Sega in the room sometimes. Like he'd already moved on to other shit. Like, right. But we'd still break out the old systems when it because we it was like we were making up for lost time. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Because we'd go the, a full year without seeing each other. So, the but yeah. So that bit, that that game's always going to hold a special place in my life. The sixteen bit was a game changer. Yeah. That's when because that was when because as far as I know that was especially back in the NES days. All the all the arcade games were sixteen bit. Mm-hmm. So you're getting you were getting your like your the the home system graphics were matching the arcade game, and like that that's when you know you started getting that because it still drives me nuts when I play them now. The, yeah, how like figuring out like and I've never actually seen a comprehensive how you throw the foot soldiers at the screen. Oh yeah, and the. Like you just kind of had to fucking play until like because to beat them up in 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 Hyperstone Heist and in Turtles in Time because they're they're the same fucking same game yeah just one license to Sega Um, towards the end or like it was like what there's one level that's different I think I think Turtles in Time has one or one of them has one level that's added right and then uh, probably Turtles in Time. Um, they probably took one out Jeez. for Hyperstone Heist because it yeah. was like the, it was the, I mean not for nothing. Sega was like all the good licenses were on were with Nintendo. We had so Sega I, got all. The I don't even out. know why we had both, honestly. Uh, but we did. They, they, I mean that was that's how they get you. Yeah, it's a the same Turtles game, but, but I guess Hyperstone names, so Hyperstone Heist came out first, right on Sega. I don't remember. And then honestly, like I was I was a Sega kid. I didn't have Super Nintendo. Uh, so I like I, whatever the hell came out on Sega, was, that was all I had. Yeah. Um. So I so at my mom's, I had a Super Nintendo. At my dad's, we had Sega. Mm-hmm. So I had the best of both worlds, but sucked because I liked Sega better, yeah. but I didn't have it all the time. Right. I gotta look this up because it's gonna drive me nuts. All right. So Hyperstone Heist, December eleventh, nineteen ninety two, just in time for Christmas. Right. Of course. Wow. What a piece of shit! <laughs> but there was what I was saying yeah, is there's that one level where uh, uh, Shredder's in like a mech, and the only way to kill him is to throw foot soldiers. Yeah, like it, like it's it's kind of weird. It's the first time, and I don't know that I don't know if I've ever seen it since. Where you're the you're like you're fighting, like you're fighting the boss from the boss's point of view. Because like Shredder's in that mech, and you're like you just see well, you see the uh, the crosshairs wherever he's aiming his missiles and shit like that, and the yeah the only way to hit him is to throw the foot soldiers at him, and like I remember we always used to think that it was like you just had to kind of rotate the D pad 
at the same time as hitting a particular attack button. And like, it was all horseshit as far right. as, as far as I know, I've never, I've never heard that confirmed. I've never actually heard anybody say how you're supposed to fucking throw foot soldiers. And it's just this thing. And like, even to the point where when they did the remaster of turtles in time for Xbox, I remember sitting there playing it and I'm like trying to like, like use the joystick, the directional joystick, uh, in like in a circular fashion whilst also attacking the foot soldiers trying to get them tossed at the screen just in the first fucking uh the first level just trying to master it so that way by the time i get the shredder it's going to be like i'll know what i'm doing right but yeah man that was yeah, the the all man all the arcade games were fucking so hang on changers. so i just my mind just got blown Turtles in Time only came out on SC, on Super Nintendo. I'm aware of that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like Turtles in Time was because that was the that was the name of the arcade game, and so that and when I was saying so maybe like, we Nintendo just played got all that later on. Because I mean, at first I had Super at my mom's and then Sega at my dad's, but then later on my brother got a Super, so maybe we played that later on. Fucking lines get blurred, man. When you get old, shit. Yeah, but like, hi, like but I was saying, Hyperstone Heist. So was, I had Turtles in Time at my mom's. Yeah. Fuck, man, that's that just fucking blew my mind, dude. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I like learning. Yeah. It's kind of one of it's like one of it's one of the like the secondary cool things about this show. Holy shit, is like, man! That's we're going back. We're going back into things that we just kind of thought we'd retained and then find out that yeah like mandela effect and shit like that that's a mandela like, effect because right? yeah, i was like fuck i could have swore we fucking played it on sega no then uh wow. it, looking at <laughs> looking at some like uh emulators and shit like that too like you see like the when you get like the other countries releases of yeah it, I remember a maybe Turtles. that's what it is like yeah, another like a because there's like a turtles in time not that two. i play emulators or anything oh well, who does that not that there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's no, nothing at all. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that was so much time. And then they released a couple of good, really good games since. Like they did, obviously, the remaster on Xbox. Yeah. Of Turtles in Time. Like that was, and I wish they would do it again. And also, there's, I mean, there's something like Shredder's Revenge. I think oh, it's called. dude, I can't wait for it, out. dude. Yeah, I'm fucking stoked. Dude, I am uh, getting that day one on the fucking Switch. They did. Uh, it wasn't the this coming out of the Switch, right? I think it is. I hope I so. Probably. I'd rather play it on the Switch than they did. It was kind of like a weird, like top-down hack and slash for the Xbox, and it was like it was the yeah yeah we played that yeah well, that was okay. It was. I mean, it was a good. It was just yeah. the, the only thing was it was uh it was the I think it was based on the. Oh yeah, it's computer. It's Windows and Switch only, by the way. Shredder's Revenge. Yeah. Oh man. Well, if it's coming to Windows, then it'll. If it's coming to PC, you'll eventually get it for Xbox. Yeah, one way or the other. I like it. I'm not too terribly worried about it. I'll figure out a way to play it. But (laughs) uh, make my own ways. Yeah. There's anything wrong with that? There is something wrong with that. It's called copyright infringement. Don't do that. No, I think I, I think I have one computer that's strong enough to play uh, computer games, so I'll just use that one. 
But yeah, man, the, this, the amount, the amount of, cause it like, and that's the funny thing about it is that like the amount of money that we used to dump in the arcade machines and then every game that, that came out for a home system, you'd just beg your parents to get them. Yeah. Uh, and they were and only they $80, beg, you know, no big deal. Yeah, only 80 bucks. And stuff. Yeah. And we bet you um, about $60 now. Yeah. Uh, and then like just continuing into adulthood, like, a, like every time there was a new Ninja Turtles game, I'd pretty much always get it. Yeah. Like, especially if it was a call or a throwback, you know what I mean? Like if it, well, I was getting them on systems that didn't even come out on for some, somehow. I don't yeah. know. Maybe my dad knew it. God, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was jailbreaking Sega Genesis <laughs> yeah. before, yeah. before it was a thing. Yeah. Well, now, I mean, now Jailbreak they've been fucking faking all of them. Yeah. You got to watch it, apparently. I don't know. Yeah, I don't all the, know. All the minis and stuff like that. Well, that and like, no, people were like, use an emulator and like put it in cartridges and shit and it's not even actually the the game oh yeah yeah that's fucked up like and then yeah. trying to sell it off and like i guess people in like game stores are like taught to know the difference between a real one and a fake one yeah which i mean yeah, as I mean, long as it plays i don't give a shit i'll buy a yeah. fake sega game for two bucks compared to paying 40 dollars for it or whatever they are now yep. Dude, I, I i went back and i had to rebuy a sega and I got in right at right after high school. I got back into it. Me and my friends, we moved off to the college town. They went to college. I just went to party. And so we got back into like retro gaming. And I got in on it at the right time because the Sega I got at a vintage stock was like 40 bucks. And now they're like 300. Yeah. Which is fucking insanity. But I wish I would have because I've, I've moved so many times even since then that I lost a lot of my fucking games and I'm pissed because I was getting them for dollar ninety nine, yep. two ninety nine. Yeah. You know, some of the bigger title, you know, like Turtles and shit like that, it was like you might pay eight ninety nine. But now yeah. they're like forty fucking bucks. Yeah. And if you to... with the box and the fucking manual, they're like a hundred and yeah. fucking fifty. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, the comic book store that I used to go to, they had like they had like a old a u like a used VHS right next to a used uh cartridge games and yeah it was like sega and super nintendo fucking sega man like it like i remember when i when i got when i got a ha my hands on uh contra 3 mm. and like shit like that yeah it's fucking i loved it and then i remember my i had an uncle that had like he was obsessed like he just loved he loved sega for the nhl games but then he would just buy all these other games too. Like he would, and he had like 32 X or whatever. And then one day he was just like, Hey, he called me up and he's like, Hey, you want, you want all this Sega stuff? I got to get rid of it. Well, and we're talking about Sega. Keep talking, but I'm going to grab something. Yeah. Yeah. When, uh, when he, he called me up, asked if I wanted the Sega. I said, yes. And then, uh, I walked out of his garage with like three contractor bags full of games that took up like two bookshelves. And uh, it it was it was glorious, and I had yeah I had fucking I had a giant bookshelf that was nothing but Sega games, and another smaller one with like thirty two X games that I never played. There it is. Oh fuck! God, I hate that game. I do too. But it's so bad. I had to have it. Of course. Of course. Yeah, I got this. I want to say like three years ago we were like prepping for a snowstorm and i was like fuck i was like let's go uh check out the antique store that has the 
the video games, the retro games. So we went and I got that. I, I was just trying to replace a couple that I had lost. They didn't have Hyperstone Heist mm. or Turtles in Time because that didn't come out on fucking Sega. <laughs> but I got that. I got uh, I got Amanda, Aladdin, and Lion King, which those are fucking hard. And yeah. I don't like them. Yeah, I found that out later on. Also, Toy Story is fucking very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck Disney Sega games. But uh, then I got myself Beavis and Butthead, which is a fucking hard game. Yep. So fucking hard. But it's fun. I like the challenge. And I, I, I want the war tickets back. Come on. Yeah. Uh, I, man. Oh, man. When... We got to do like a, just a fucking seg. Oh, we could, yeah. Like, and we, and honestly, we should. We should, like the, yeah. the, you know, like the just the whole episode on on the way that we used to game back in the nineties. Yeah. But uh, what else is? But oh god, tournament fighters. Well, I remember the tournament fighters. It was a new Ninja Turtles game, mm-hmm. so I begged my mother to get it. Ninety three. That's when it came out. Yeah, I I begged my mother to get it. And it was, holy shit, man, <laughs> fucking, it was just the worst. Like it, like, and, and I remember too, cause like the, and as far as I'm it was basically just like, trying to be fucking Mortal Kombat and Street Fighters yeah. is all it was, which it, the cool thing about it was, is you could make the turtles fight each other. Yeah. That was cool. And the, I mean, it had a decent amount of characters in it. Yeah, it, the the thing that that kind of cracked me up, like I like thinking back on it, I remember I used to uh, because I made such a stink about getting the game. If my mother ever saw me playing something else, she would. Oh, like going back to like, like an old game or something. Yeah, yeah. She'd like. What about get, that new like, game? Yeah, yeah, she'd go into me about it. You know, like fucking, <laughs> like yeah. And it was uh, so rightfully yeah, so. A lot of yeah, right. You know, and shout it, out to Mrs. Madarsky. Yeah, it was it. It made sense. So like I don't I don't give her shit about it or right. you know in hindsight or whatever, but it was always funny. It was like if I heard my mother coming down the stairs, I had to like, quick like <laughs> rip like, the cartridge yeah, out, rip the cartridge out, and put that one in there. And uh, yeah, lost. And, I'm just resetting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 fine. I'm playing. Look, ha ha ha. You know, fucking mind your just, P's and Q's, yeah. Joanne. <laughs> I don't know your it mom's was, name, uh, but I'm assuming that's what it is. She's we'll Joanne go with Rick it. Madarsky for now. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, it was just, uh, yeah, it was, it's just not, it's just not a good, it was not a good game. Like the mechanics were horrible. Like, I, yeah. I mean, like we grew up on Mortal Kombat. Right, and we're done, I'm it on. <laughs> yeah, it was, man, oh, wow. live stream it for yeah. my phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so bad. It's, it is, it's a piece of shit, but it like of all the, of all of the, I mean, if the they would have had Hyperstone Heist at the store at the time, I would have right. got that. Yeah, but, I was I mean, like, it's there eh, now. You've got it's it. It's, there. it's like, yeah, I got but it for it, the logo. And um, yeah, like I, I would say, I would say that if there is one stinker out of all the of the the Ninja Turtles games, it's that. I was happy to share it with you. Yeah, it was like it just it just. I mean, I don't know because there was no adventure in it. Like the story yeah. was kind of eh. You know what I mean? Like, just like the whole. Yeah, the whole point of Ninja Turtles is to be a Ninja Turtle, right? To fucking uh, rescue April or Splinter and just beat the crap out or of Raph. fucking foot soldiers. Yeah, yeah. 
they like beat the crap out of foot soldiers, fight Shredder, and be goddamn done with it. Like, yeah. like, and you know, the 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 3D side scroller or any the any hack and slash kind of style is that's how Ninja Turtles should be played. Yeah. When uh, we played the arcade game when I was a kid, mm-hmm. if uh, if the only like because it was four players and right. if three people were already there and all that was left was Leonardo, I just didn't play. Just walk away. I just walk away. Just wait. Yeah. Or no. go play the Simpsons arcade like, game. Yeah. I, I, I mean, and I don't, I've told, told you before, I don't like blue. It's not, it's not my, I love it's blue. Probably, it's one of my least favorite colors, um, which is a, it's like a point of contention when I have to like buying sports memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Like, cause one of my teams, it's, it's the Mets. So it's blue, like there's you know blue all over the place. And but like, you could oh, also I, get the like, like the black and orange. Well, right, and that's what I that's what I wind up having to do. Yeah. Um. Although, although ever learned ever since I learned because I didn't know for the longest time because I always wonder what what teams are thinking when they choose uh, the blue and orange color combination. Mm-hmm. Like same goes for Denver. Like I'm I'm not a fan by any means, but I hate I hate the scheme. I hate mm-hmm. the color scheme. But it actually makes sense for the mess. Yeah. Yeah, uh, combining the the Dodgers and the 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 blue of the Dodgers and the orange of the Giants for the to replace like the Mets being the replacement yeah. team for those two that left, like like the his just like the story of it is it's fucking fantastic. But right. yeah, so I don't like blue. I don't like blue. So fuck Leonardo. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's a narc. So so what we're doing him. here to wrap up this episode, yeah. the first episode of Who Popped Your Culture, we're gonna do a top five or ten list. Yeah. And we've both decided that one of the turtles isn't even making that list, whether we do five or ten. Can confirm in that in that turtle, uh, obviously, is Leonardo because he sucks <laughs> and he's a bitch. Yeah. But what I was saying before, <clears throat> before yeah. was I can't think of one representation of that character that I've ever liked. No. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I had his figure when I was a kid, of course, because you had to have them all. Sure. But I don't. I don't remember like having to go out of my way to like play with him as a character. Like he'd just kind of be like standing off to the side. Yeah. He's, and he's uh, like, it's because I mean, how can you pretend to be that? Like, I mean, swords are cool and all. Yeah. And I feel like I almost yeah. get the impression. Weapons wise, he's got, him, he's got cool weapons. Yeah. I get, I get the impression that they like, that they gave, and I have no, there's no confirmation here, but it, like they gave him the sword. So it was just like, all right, well, He's like the blandest character in this entire fucking story. He's supposed to be the leader. Right. Um, And so, but like, like we got to redeem him somehow. And people, people love swords. Kids love swords. Mm -hmm. You know, but even like when I would get those uh, plastic white katanas from the (laughs) county fair, uh, like I wasn't pretending to be Leonardo when I played with him. I was just some other ninja. Yeah. Just like a generic ninja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I, I would, uh, yeah, I'd tie tie up my shirt uh, around my head, and I like look out the look out the neck hole like yeah. a fucking ninja, and I'd play that ninja game. Oh, uh, yeah. You know. So you got five. And, can you get ten? Uh, I mean, yeah, probably. I can do like. I've got more than five. Okay. Do you want? Me? I can start. I can start at yeah, ten. Yeah, kick it okay. off. Okay. So my number 10, and this goes back more to the, the obviously the cartoon uh, 
style of of these characters for the most part and then the, some it's more movies but a lot of it's the 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 og uh, 87 cartoon series so number 10 kicking it off i've got krang you may feel some disorientation when you revive in your new body So he's like, because he was like the main bad, like Shredder was like kind of his bitch, even though Shredder was way more badass. Yeah. But Krang was like the fucking mastermind. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's, I mean, I I felt like I have to have him on the list. And I mean, the toys were cool. Like not the original, but like once you got like the big, like robotic. Yeah. To put Krang in the middle. Because, like, the original, he's just, like, on, like, fucking stilts, and it's stupid. Um, I think I would agree with that. You kind of have to have him on the list. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, the, with the, I will say that the, there's one aspect of Krang that always just, I mean, in a, he's, as a bad guy, it's, it's perfectly. Uh, His voice? <laughs> but, well, Yeah. But like the specific, the uh, the almost like the watery nature of his voice, like the, the the weird vibrato that the that the the VO guy did for that. Yeah, like it was perfect. Right, it always is. Like, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, like, it's very it cringy, like, ah! especially if you go back now and watch. Like <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I wa- I watched a few just to kind of prep for all of this. I didn't want to go back and watch the whole series. That's too much. It's and- a lot. And once you get past, like, the first, I'd say, like, the first three seasons, it's so watered down, it's it's pointless. Like, when, once the movie started coming out, like, the cartoon was, like, back burner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, like, it, I, yeah, we've, we've just, we discussed it the last time we recorded. It Like, the movies get played, like, maybe not the third one so often, but mm-hmm. even, every, I, even every once in a while, I watch the third one, too. It still uh, has its charm. Yeah, you I, get. I mean, you get Casey Jones from the OG. You get yeah. April from the second, yep. and then they're in one together. So that that's kind of cool. Yeah, but uh, as as far as Crane goes, though, just to kind of wrap up that, like the fact that he was never in the original trilogy of movies always bummed me out as a kid. And there's more on my list that will come that didn't make that run, but I always I always found that to be a crime. And then the Michael Bay movies came out. Like, I don't know. It just, the thing about the Michael Bay movies was they fucking just made Shredder out to be this giant puss bag, which I was never a fan of. Uh, it, well, I mean, I just can't, I, like, I, I, I had to, I had to finish them. I started watching those two movies at least a dozen times mm-hmm. and I never finished them. I just couldn't bring myself to fucking do it. Like, the it, only it, reason it, it, I, I watched it was because my kids got into Turtles. So we took him to the theater to see those movies. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like once, like I bought him the Blu-rays and stuff, but I don't, I don't even think they ever even opened the second one. Honestly. Mm-hmm. And, and, but they made, they also, they've just made the turtles too fucking big. 
Like the yeah. turtles in the original movies are supposed to be like five, six, five, seven, somewhere around there, like a buck eighty, maybe. Yeah. And then like in the Michael Bay movies, they're giant. Yeah. Like it's like the opposite. I mean, yeah. it's the like the exact like in the like in the uh going back and reading uh the comic book, and you see him like standing next to people and they're fucking, you know. They're normal, like, like normal average like, size. Short, even. Yeah. Like they're like my, they're my like, height. Yeah. I wasn't gonna go there, but it's uh, fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, they just it was. They, I don't know that and the, the like. The, obviously, they pay, they play fast and loose with the like the mutation mm-hmm. aspect already. But like that, when they were when he they discover the anti mutagen or mutagen in the Michael Bay ones, yeah. and like he puts it on his hand, and his hand turns into a human hand. I'm just like, I don't. Why like, would that work that way? Wouldn't he just become exactly. a smaller turtle? Yeah, it's just a turtle again. Why like, would he anti-mutagen? Why is he turning into human? He was never human. It makes zero like, fuck. Those movies make no sense. Is the problem? Yeah, they're trash. Yeah, and but. there was I don't know. Like there, there. I think the only the only redeeming quality of those movies is uh, is it, is it Tyler Perry is Baxter Stockman. Baxter Stockman, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that was cool. That was fine. Yeah, I'm not a fan of his movies generally, but yeah, in that in that role, he he was okay. Well, no, because I mean, go, uh, it, calling back to the comic books, yeah, like the same thing with the uh, with the was it the 2003 show? Mm-hmm. Like Baxter Stockman was a black man. Yeah, and then you, you know, know was, 87 it, series, they got to turn him into a nerdy white guy because yeah, he has to be a scientist, right? Because yeah. that's fair, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man Anyways, who, who who would you put as your 10 um i would like i think i'd probably toss like uh i i feel like krang's definitely like he's he's because he's got to be on the list but i don't i wouldn't put him any it's not really my favorite or right at all but but you agree with me that's kind of why i have a yeah. 10 like yeah. i felt like I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't have him on the list, but he can't be higher than 10 because he's not a great character. Uh, yeah. But he's still better yeah. than Leonardo. <laughs> yep. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> so like, I, I, I guess we can agree, agree on 10, and then I can move on uh, while you're working I'm that actually, out. Holy shit. I guess I can. I guess I hope fucking... Without with with even combining some, like I'm actually I'm able to do, for the most part, to get it. You've got it to ten. Ten, yeah. Adding Krang is ten. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like it's it's perfect. Uh, he's a he's a great villain. It's a great design. It's creepy as fuck. Uh, yeah, it's a fucking veiny brain. brain. Yeah, brain with tentacles. Like yeah. It was very off-putting. So it was, yeah, it was a good. It was a good decision on their part for sure. Yeah. Um, but and I would agree. I would agree that he's he's got the ten spot. And and, and that's um, kind of like the whole point is like he he's the brain of the operation. Shredder's the muscle. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll move on. I'll move on to nine. So my nine spot, another. 
it's the one like representation you get of a female character in the show mm-hmm. or the movies. So I feel like she has to be on the list. April O'Neil, obviously. And without her, the story doesn't go as far. She's definitely, she's almost, okay, so you go the four turtles, Splinter, Casey Jones, and then April. Like, that's kind of like your good rundown. Yeah. So, but without her, especially in the movies, like, she did a lot in those movies compared to the, I mean, the cartoon, she did a little bit. She was important, but in the movies, she was that ideal character and you know having sisters and stuff that was one way that you know i could get them into watching turtles with me was because mm-hmm. they had this kind of you know tougher like broad like she was a reporter but she was a tough chick too yeah yeah that was always yeah just essentially doing what she was told not to do and i mean half the time it got her in trouble and half the time it was you know it was the the main driving force of the entire episode like whatever like she discovers whatever needs to be done and then the turtles kind of come in and fix it and then sometimes she helps sometimes she doesn't but and she, she's she's their link to the outside world mm-hmm. because without her i mean we get raf in disguise in the movie that's that's what that, it ends with him walking out of critters yeah that's that's the end of the movie yep me i guess me and casey jones but who who would you put at nine uh i'm i'm mirroring you again looking at like looking at my list uh i got one through eight and she's not on it yet so that's like but she, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works, whatever. I mean, and that's yeah, and that's yeah. less, you know, because I mean, obviously, like before the ending segment, which would be this, yeah, like we're gonna talk about all these characters at some point. Mm-hmm. So to just sit here and like kind of go off on a tangent is kind of repetitive. But you yeah. also have to have a reason why they're in that spot. Yeah, um, like I mean, she's. She, she again, like Krang. She does. She needs to be mm-hmm. on this list. Whether it doesn't matter where ten doesn't ten doesn't make the character a shitty character. No, or, nor to even. Not. I mean, there's characters there's on a, this list uh, that are, aren't on this list that could have easily been on the list. Right. And uh, when you like, if you look, like you pull up the Wikipedia page of the Ninja Turtles characters, like it's not short. No. So making making a top ten list of characters in the show or this sort this this property is pretty good. And I pretty mean, damn good. I'm sure there's a lot of people's list, and I mean, you you can put it in the comments and YouTube or whatever. You know, give us give us your list. And, and I mean, there's a lot of lists that April would probably be top five. There's a lot of people that probably just one, two, three, four turtles. April could be there easily. Their number five. Mm-hmm. All right, so eight. It's 
one of the turtles. That's how love it. But I mean, it's an important character, especially in the first movie. It's Raphael. I was ne- I see I don't like red. So that right. was always a turn off to me as a kid. But he's his fucking attitude is just so great. That puts him above Leonardo on my scale. But and the fact that we got I mean the dam the the dams in the movie. Oh yeah. Oh the, yeah. I mean those are that was Moments so that we fucking will never forget as children in the theater watching the, that movie. Yeah. That was it, a big deal. It's almost, it's funny too, is that like, I don't know if they, what, if they tried to erase it or whatever, but like five years prior to that, when they did the Transformers movie, mm-hmm. uh, like they swear in that. Yeah. Like Bumble, Bumble, Bumblebee screams shit. Yeah. In a PG movie. And it, like, or, and it was, uh, I mean, I didn't learn about that until I was way, way older. But well, and the, like, and the rating like the systems idea, back then the, was were a little different too, because well, right, the James right, Bond right. movies were originally PG, and right. they should not have been. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Howard the Howard the Duck was PG, yeah. And, like, you got definitely like, not the, duck tits. duck nipples, yeah, yeah, duck nipples in the first thirty seconds of the movie. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, the, the shaped us all as young men. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the dams were so edgy, mm-hmm. and, it, and in hindsight, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It, 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 <laughs> yeah. Like the first one, I mean, kind of cool, but when he screams it, it's like, all right, yeah, he couldn't have said fuck. Yeah, scream fuck. I mean, yeah, and and you know, you know damn well, uh, in a real life scenario, you're screaming fuck, of course. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, still, and and like I said before, mentioning. You know, him walking out of Critters and going into the park. And, you know, before he goes to the park, he trips the guy that's trying to mug the old broad. And yeah. then, you know, and then the Jose Canseco bat thing. Tell me you didn't yeah. pay for that. That's one of my favorite lines. Oh, yeah. Because even as a Yankees fan, like, I mean, I know he played for him later on. But, like, Jose right. Canseco was still pretty cool because he was, yeah. you could tell he was, he was like a superhero. He really was. Yeah. yeah. But, um. I don't know. I, I just thought he was a good character. Some would even say, like, even in the comics, he was almost kind of like the de facto leader. Yep. And they and, all had red originally. Yeah, right. So. And uh, it's funny. It's funny to me as well. Because um, at the end of that movie, when the 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 T-U-R-T-L or T-U-R-T-L-E power mm-hmm. in the song. Yeah. Is like and where he says Raphael, he's the leader of the group, yeah. and I'm just like, I'm like, did they watch this movie before they recorded this song? <laughs> Partners in Crime? I don't yeah, know, yeah. maybe not. Yeah, probably not. They got clips, yeah. and I'm, I mean, yeah. but Raph is kind of the main character. Oh yeah, in that movie for sure. Is the teacher, so they are the students, Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Donatello. Make up the team with one other fellow, Raphael. He's the leader of the group, transformed from the norm by the nuclear group. Pizza's the food that's sure to please. These ninjas are into pepperoni and cheese. Um, I mean, and he's always, he's always the one, like, he's getting always getting himself into trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then like like that's the other driving it's usually there's the two driving forces usually in the like in the cartoon it was usually april uncovering some plot mm -hmm. uh and then in the, like the the more i don't even call them adult stuff because they were never all of them were made for children uh but like in the movies it was always raf running off and getting in trouble and then having to uh the rest of them having to come and rescue him like in the second one where he they he tries to run off on his own with kino mm -hmm. and they try to they try to take it up take down the foot that way and then yeah they gotta the rest of them gonna come in and save him but, but that that's yeah. it that's him that's his his wildfire personality yeah he's oh, he's he, he's always going rogue yeah all right so who do you have at eight at eight i've got shredder okay master shredder Um, he's I, like he's not. It's not one of my favorites, um, per se. Like he's a, uh, I don't. Know, he's a cool looking fucking samurai with spikes all over him, and you can't you can't argue with that. He's um, higher up on my list, so I'm gonna yeah. save mine for when I get. To and it. and I'll tell you that, and like the I will say this, and it probably had or in uh influence uh my decision to put him down so low is i hated his fucking toy the og yeah like the little purple that stood all fucking weird yeah and that's exactly why yeah because he would never ever, ever stand up on his own yeah like the it was yeah the i don't know it was just the weird the, mo the model of it the the it was just it was a weird stance yeah. they put him yeah in. To and be the is. main bad guy. Yeah, it was not. He, he, it also, like, he didn't, and, I mean, because the, the, the toys were, that and that particular toy, like, I, he, I'm trying to think of the word, but, like, the way, like, how skinny he was, mm -hmm. and, and. They could have done a lot stance, more. It, it, was, it was very strange. The movie like Shredder the toy wasn't as bad. No. And then the Super Shredder toy was yeah. pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Shout out to And that. then now the yeah. Super Shredder fucking NECA toy is that's what, yeah, that's what incredible. Yeah. And even that's like the cool. movie NECA figure is amazing. But I'm talking like the old the old movie turtles from like the original line. Yep. That shredder, like the the purple. Yep. It, it was it was much better than the original yeah, shredder. Much better. All right. So at number seven, I've got Rocksteady. Mm -hmm. Another another villain didn't make it into the movies, but the cartoon and the games, one of, probably one of the best characters and great toy. Mm -hmm. Um, I I always thought it was just a, it was a fucking shame they didn't use him in the movie. Or until, any of the movies until, un, yeah, the unfortunate events of Michael Bay. <laughs> I, um, I have Bebop slash Rocksteady. Okay, as my number two for. Yeah, there goes a good turtle. 
Well, well, well. Looky what we found. We got a score to settle with you little toips. Oh, did I hurt yous? This'll make it better. We don't like rats in our fair city. Maybe I should just wring your stinking neck. Respect um, that. Because they are, they are together, always. Mm -hmm. um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Of course not. Um, but they're, yeah, they're super, it's just super cool. And they were like, they, and they were the first, they were the first mm -hmm. uh, other mutants besides mm -hmm. um, Splinter and the Turtles. And like, yeah, they were Warthog, Rhino, fucking cool as shit, man. Like, they're, stupid they're, but tough yeah. brute yeah. forces and they're hilarious yeah like the as far as characters go like they're just goofy idiots but super powerful mm -hmm. um and it was actually was that those two were that one of the reasons that actually the only reason i watched the second michael bay movie at all was because they were in it because they were in it and i yeah. wanted to see what they did with it and, and they were the only good part of it like yeah at all it was seamus was excellent i thought yep yes that's right i fuck oh shit i forgot about it yeah i forgot everything else about that movie yeah <laughs> i i thought he did a great Locked job yeah and then that's not just being a wrestling fan that's that's just i thought that was a, a good casting choice mm -hmm. um where am I? Oh, six. I've got. I mean, you could say he's almost probably. I mean, he's basically the reason why all of this is happening. Splinter. I have always liked Kawabunga. Hmm? Huh? Kawabunga! <laughs> I made a funny. I mean, he's he's their father figure. He's their he's their sensei. He he's their. I mean, he's the master, right? Um, and you know, there's different stories as far as like the movie and the comics. How you know he got to the point where he was, but I mean. As far as the movie goes, like, I thought he was, like, one of the coolest fucking characters. Because he was, like, smart, wise, he cracked a fucking whip, but, like, towards the end, like, he got a little more playful, you know? Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, we beat Shredder, like, let's have Time some pizza and, like, fucking let our hair down. Yeah. Let's make it funny. Yeah. Such a great line. <laughs> yeah. The, the one at the end of uh, the second one was... Mm -hmm was my favorite like mm -hmm. it, i remember i just remember uh i remember my one of my best friends growing up her older brothers like her she and i were crazy turtle fans uh no surprise um we were watching the second movie and watching her older brothers fall out at the end of that movie for, they'd never seen it or heard it or anything and they just they're in the other room and all they hear is i made another funny and they, <laughs> all of them all of them just like just guffaws 
of of laughter. It was, uh, and it, yeah, for some reason that always stuck with me. That one instance of it, and it's the most ridiculous, in hindsight, just ridiculous line. <laughs> um, and the fact that it's Kevin Clash that was Elmo, that's that's working. Oh shit, you're right. That's working. I forgot Splinter. about that. Yeah. Forgot about that. Not entirely. to be confused with Kevin Nash, who was Super Shredder. Super Kevin Shredder Clash. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Big Sexy. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I'm looking at it, and I fe- I thought I put him on here, but he's not on my list. Splinter? Yeah, he probably should be. But I, yeah. yeah, he's not. A, he's not on my list. It was. Uh, you can I, have him as an honorable mention. I I. Most of my list is is influenced by the toys, mm-hmm. um, like which I mean, Tom, his his toy wasn't awful. No, it wasn't awful, but it, it was wasn't great. Like, eh. you know, but he came with like the like, bow. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I, I always thought that was. I mean, I guess it, he does. And then use like the it. fuzzy, use like, one every once in a while. Kind of cool. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Like it was the I didn't want to play with Splinter when I was yeah. a kid. Like I just I I just wanted turtles, Casey Jones. And villains and bad guys, yeah. um, and uh, yeah, and so uh, like, yeah, he's off my list because uh, he's kind of most of the time, even though he's as important to the story as he always is, he's I was so often an afterthought as it like exemplified by this fucking list that I just wrote and I didn't even put him on there. Anyway. Now, had I done this as like a you know five to ten year old kid, he probably wouldn't be on my list. But as an adult with, with children of my own at this point, mm-hmm. I kind of respect him a little more. Like he he was trying to get the job done, get it done correctly. And I, I will say this, comic book splinter is a fucking badass. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, definitely. Because you like when you that's it, it's I suppose it's the just like the nature of of a lot of the comic books that got turned into other properties and stuff like that. Like that book is so dark. Mm-hmm. Like the turtles are tools for him. Like ultimately he raises them to be fucking ninja killers to exact revenge on uh Shredder. His like, enemy who yeah. killed his woman. Yeah. Like, and it that's fucking that's hardcore. Yeah. You know, and then you, you know, he should be on America's later, Most Wanted, like, honestly. Fucking hey. He's <laughs> on that top 10 list. <laughs> it's, he's a fucking, yeah, he's a, he's a savage. And, uh, yeah, it, had I, had I grown up with the comic book first, I'd, I'd probably think a lot higher of, of Splinter than I do. But it's, uh, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, my six is, uh, Slash. All right, Slash. Why would a rot, stupid shellback like you be interested in complicated electronic gear like this? My dear fellow, I needed to complete my trans-frequency flux oscillator. And you, I'm afraid, are in my way. Ooh, not on my list. Probably should be. And again, Slash is, that him being on this list is... Uh, 100% influenced by character design. Yeah, that and that uh, toy was amazing. It was so fucking cool. And um, like, I mean, it was it was the most rock and roll turtle you could mm-hmm. get. 
Like it, it was essentially the same exact uh, same exact design as the rest of the turtles, but just fucking spikes everywhere. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was like he, a punk rock turtle. And honestly, even the 2012 series, that mm-hmm. figure was cool too. Like when my kids got into that, I was like, oh, we're buying all these fucking figures. And, and that one uh, was one that it, he, he he was harder to get. I think out of the twelve figures, April was the hardest one to get. In the 2012 Nickelodeon right. Turtles animated and, uh, series. I don't I, I don't think I've ever watched that one. It, really. it's, like, I, it's I didn't, pretty good. I didn't care. I did not care for the 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 design of that. Yeah, the design of the turtles aren't great. It's very 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 kiddish yeah. in you know that era but the stories were pretty good interesting and there were yeah. like there were a lot that were kind of like you could almost mirror with the movies that we grew up with right on like That's at cool. some point they go to a farmhouse yeah it's pretty it's it's pretty a cool. lot of callbacks yeah a lot of callbacks that's the one where uh, Jason Biggs does the voice of Leonardo, I think. Yeah, I think he comes in, like, I don't remember if he started as that. There was somebody that came in later on. Like, Seth Green was involved in it at one point. Interesting. And I know, yeah. the, I'm pretty sure the guy that did the voice of Michelangelo was that weirdo that was uh, living on Roseanne's <laughs> farm in Hawaii for yeah. a minute. Why not? Uh, but yeah, no, I remember, I just remember seeing him pop up. Like, I'm sure that was like the artistic license with the the reality show that she was on. Yeah, probably. Or the, the, it, but she it was, was I remember. Weed. It, well, uh, the I think was it Roseanne's nuts. I think is yeah. what, the, what yeah. it was called. It was growing nuts. Um, but uh, yeah, so she had that weird guy that lived on a, in a tent on her pro- like a back corner of her property. And I just remember when I started seeing him pop up in other shit. I'm just like, what the fuck is Greg doing here? Yeah, he's an actor. Like, it's like, what's going on? I think that's. I think that honestly, that was the that was the when the veil, the the reality TV veil, was like truly lifted off of. Like, oh, it's it's so awful. <laughs> I can't I even love, remember. I love that show though. I absolutely. I, I did too. That show. I can't remember the last reality show I watched. Honestly, I gave up. Like it, it got to the point where it was so obviously scripted, all of them, that I was just like, I can't do this shit anymore. Yeah, the only. Uh, the i know i know it's i know it's uh there's a certain degree of bullshit involved but uh uh deadliest catch and mountain men are still yeah. i'll watch the shit out of those yeah like naked and afraid i can, I can dig yeah. that um that's a fun concept though but yeah the uh to not to get too far off yeah. uh slash Re- like yeah yeah <laughs> rewind uh, um goddamn snapping turtles man like are like I grew up, I grew up, uh, not in fear of them, but with like, we knew, we knew. You had respect for them. Hell yeah. And, um, (laughs) the, we had two ponds in my neighborhood when I was a kid and, uh, there were some monsters in those ponds. Like they were like, I mean, you don't, you don't often go swimming in ponds anyway. No. At least not, at least not in the Northeast, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like there, you always there's like the uh, just a curiosity, you know, it's like how much you can get away with with the snapping turtle when they come out the sun and you just <laughs> just get a stick, yeah, and you just 
right in front of it. So That's they, the test. They can bite it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they bite it, and you just see, like, you pull the stick back, and it's, like, sheared clean off. <laughs> oh, my God. You're like, yeah. this motherfucker can whittle wood. <laughs> yeah. We're like, we got we to gotta go. Um, and uh, so, yeah, always had a, a respect and curiosity about uh, snapping turtles because they're super cool. And uh, then the idea of putting, like, just, I don't know, making a, a ninja turtle kind of essentially out of a snapping turtle was always uh, fucking just fun. Um, and, like, that's why, like, he's not on my list, but, like, uh, uh, Tolka? Mm hmm. Yeah. Didn't, didn't Tolka mean turtle in Japanese or something? I don't know. Either way, like, but yeah, the, that was Let another. Me text John real quick and find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Ninja Turtles. Is it just, is Tolka uh, uh, Japanese? Please and thank you. Please and thank you. Sorry to waste your time. I hope this is uh, <laughs> something you're this, at least interested this, in. I hope this finds you well, Ricky from Japan. Shout out to Ricky from Japan. We love Ricky from Japan. Uh, um but yeah slash to me it was always kind of like that that fifth turtle we never got there was always you know kind of we always thought we were gonna get kirby that we never got yeah and then we got the next mutation with venus de milo which isn't on my list no <laughs> no such a fucking weird um just a weird concept. I mean, I, I, I'm cool with strong female characters, obviously, but she had tits, and it was just weird. It was very weird. Uh, like, and then she just kind of vanished, like yeah, in that show. Well, she she was only she, in like a few episodes, she, and then she just she goes just vanished, yeah. like that show did. <laughs> yeah. My name is Mei Peichi. I am Shinobi. Huh? Hey, a girl turtle? <laughs> a girl turtle! <laughs> Thank you! Dreams do come true. Yeah! That one had some pretty decent character designs changes, yeah. though. Like, yeah. I liked what they, I liked when they started to, uh, and, and that kind of carried over a lot into the, uh... And that's very, I mean, that show is very mixed, review-wise. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, there's some people that like it. And I mean, I never really like, because I was kind of out of it by then. Yeah. But like, I watched it out of you know just sure like, I was just curious as to yeah. what this was going to be. And it was Saban, so it was Power Rangers, is that you know universe which they yeah. do end up doing a crossover. But I watched it just strictly out of curiosity, and I was like, I I think, I think they had good interests. Like, they had the best of intentions, but it just yeah. didn't transpire over to TV as well as it did movies. No. As far as live action, you've got to have a big budget to make. Because even, even the third movie, by then, the the costumes were just, like, when you can see their eye holes, like the slits, yep. it's a little much. Yep. Yeah, it was, uh, I, I don't know. Like, it was just, it, it was super weird. Like, it, like. Yeah, everything on TV has a very a TV look to mm -hmm. it, and it just didn't lend itself. Like the live action turtles, it, it didn't was lend very, very TV. kitschy, very yeah. Power Rangers look to and, it. 
but like I said, the fucking the the design choices that they started to make, they started to give each turtle a little more personality with their mm-hmm. like with the their the their bandanas kids. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that like, was um, I I kind of dug that honestly. Like the that was it. I think it was Michelangelo who had the like the all over. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost like a ski mask more than it was a fucking a bandana. Like all the like came under his chin and around his whole head and shit like that. It was just some strange decisions that were some of them were pretty cool like what else do you do how do you change like what do you what do you do with a property that's existed for over at that point yeah yeah, like 15 years or so 13 yeah 13 to 14 years because what it was 84 and that came out 97 did it really was it the the 90s yeah shit yeah that was i thought it was a little later than that then that's right yeah i want to say it's 97 Sure. yeah 97 to 98 26 episodes oh wow i didn't really i didn't realize it was that many i thought it was like 13 because i knew it was only one season but i didn't realize i but seasons for shows are different especially kids shows like that they can yeah. run a little longer yeah, um anyways really do like 60 episode seasons Anything else on Slash you wanted to mention? Uh, no, man. It's just, it's just like, cool. It's just, just super fucking cool. And uh, like I was, uh, I think I was the first, the first uh, villain toy I had and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So I think I'm going to catch some, uh, to use a wrestling term here. I think I'm going to catch some heat at number five. Eh. I'm going to go with Casey Jones at number five. What the hell was that? Well, that was a crime, you purse scrubbing pukes. And this is uh, the penalty. Two minutes for slashing, two minutes for hooking, and let's not forget my personal favorite: two minutes for high stick. Right now. Um, and the only reason he's that low, because I, I mean, honestly, I thought he's one of the coolest characters. The hockey mask, uh, mm-hmm. badass, and, and just a normal dude, normal street tough. Yep. But vigilante uh, tendencies, cool character. Yep. Uh, the the original movie, probably one of the coolest looking dudes that we had seen as far as like kids in a in a movie theater. Dude with long hair, hockey mask, mm-hmm. you know, baseball bat. Yeah, um, I do not have him at five. I did not think he would. Yeah. <laughs> so we can save it. Yeah, um, uh, my five is the neutrinos. Fancy shooting, hip cat. Let's go back and eradicate them. Uh oh, Captain Kittens, do you dig what I dig? Find all those creatures and take them down. Nah, some dirty rat must have squealed to the coppers about us. Nah. Don't those squares know you're on their side? Yeah, humans don't know nothing when it comes to turtles. Oh, okay. I, I, the, I grew up, you know, we've, as the many conversations that we've had about music and, and tastes in mm-hmm. general, um, my father had a 57 Bel Air, um, and we listened to a lot of we listened to a lot of that era of like Elvis and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so the, the aesthetic of the neutrinos and their kind of 
than essentially their like space rockabilly thing that they had going on. I loved them. They loved the character design, especially now going back and let's like, like rewatching some of those episodes, rewatching those episodes, that episode in the beginning, the first season, especially Mm -hmm. like some of the, the, like the character aspects of it, like how they did. uh, Remember they kept calling everybody a cube. Yeah. And, and I was just like, and I'm like, that is way too smart for a kid's TV show. Yeah. A three-dimensional square. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I was just like, fuck, that's awesome. That's hilarious. Like, that's... I was just like, I was like blown away. And, uh, and yeah, and uh, between, between the uh, aesthetic of them and reminding me of the, like, kind of remind me of, like, the, the, the diner in, mm-hmm. in Spaceballs. Yeah. Uh, like, the, it's like, you know, the Space 50s kids, man. It's awesome. Yeah, it's very, it's very spacey, rockabilly, stray cats, new yeah. wave kind of that, just that cool vibe. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, an excellent pick, dude. That might, that might be my favorite pick that's not on my list. I didn't even, I didn't even think to honestly put them on there. Yeah, but that, it was. They were cool fucking characters, though. So, yes, for sure. they were. Uh, number what four? Yeah. So I'm going with the other half of the the gruesome twosome bebop. Mm-hmm. So I separated them, which I I respect your decision to uh, keep them as a couple, which is sweet. But I separated them because I always thought bebop was cool. He had the fucking nose ring and his snout, mm-hmm. the fucking purple fucking mohawk with the fucking braided pony in the back, the glasses, the vest the white shirt under the the white beater uh Mm -hmm. just the fucking design of that character was so fucking cool to me and i i always that was probably and i I guarantee you if i really fucking dug through my mom's fucking storage unit i guarantee you my original figure from when i was a kid is still in there that was probably him and my number one were the two figures that i would take on fucking car trips Mm-hmm. Anywhere, if we were going thirty minutes down the fucking road, those two toys were coming with me. I, I just thought he was the coolest fucking toy, and, and that's why he's so high on my list. And, and and the video game version, I really dug. Yeah, Bebop is—he's definitely my favorite of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, 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 I like boars, mm-hmm. like the just the animal. I think they're super weird um and I, like the fact that you could let like loose a pig into the <laughs> wild and they will turn into a boar like yeah. i just it, they're just cool they transform and, like, it, like i think they're you know it, to bring up a uh a, a con- like, kind of circle back to a comment that we we're, we're talking about before like they're like just like a slept on animal yeah super fucking weird and they fucking taste great yeah um if I ever owned a pig, yeah. there's no doubt in my mind his name would be Bebop. Hey, you have to. You absolutely have to, especially if you have like a pot belly pig. It'd be mm. perfect. And then you just gotta, you know, put just, the the old the old thin line uh, sunglasses on. Oh, I'd fucking when, dress him up, dude. When the wife's not looking, yeah. dye you know dye the mohawk in the yeah. front of the top of his head. He'd be fucking perfect. killer looking. Absolutely. Pierce his fucking snout. <laughs> yeah. 
Don't cancel us, PETA. It's only episode one. Hey, they die. They die for all the time to keep to try to keep people away That's from killing. That's true. Them. That's true. Yeah. Also, he's like food coloring or something. Something yeah. you know, safe. Kool Aid, grape Kool Aid. Dies there with that. Remember when teenagers did that in the nineties? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, I can only imagine. How sticky. <laughs> I remember my cousin did that because she watched Clueless and she thought it was a great idea to dye her hair red with Kool Aid. Sounds like she shared a lot in common with uh, Cher. Yeah, she she was a she was a wild child, and and uh, actually now she's a she's a hairstylist now, so makes sense. Oh, excellent. So she knows now not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my four is is Casey Jones. Oh, nice. I honestly thought he would be higher up on your list. Um. Yeah. I like it. A lot of it is. Definitely, I don't know. This uh, this is probably a, a lot more fluid of a list than uh, for me than it is for you. Because mm. um, he like Casey Jones, uh, I loved him because he the, the hockey mask, like design wise, and the hockey stick that came with the figure. Mm -hmm. um, like as that was hockey was life when I was a kid. Um, when the pond that the aforementioned pond froze over, we were all out on it playing hockey uh, all, all winter long. My as father, as we would, yeah. Um, my father and his buddies were the ones who started the hockey club at his high school. Like he had me on skates. I, I'm pretty sure I was going to say like at three, but I'm pretty sure it was four. So like I learned to skate early. I love it. Hockey is hockey was life, and it's still a big part of it. And Casey Jones was the embodiment of that in a cartoon that I watched obsessively. Mm -hmm. um, so it was, you know, it was a no-brainer. Um, is it great? Actually, yeah, there it is. Yeah. That's why I thought he would be higher on your list. Yeah, I mean, it's the you know, hockey master cool. Because I remember you waiting for that to come in. So yeah, I was very excited. Yeah, I actually saw it at Walmart and passed on it. Yeah, and I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get it. Yeah, it was. But that's a lot of things. That's that's part of that dad mentality is like i want something from my childhood and i pass on it usually to get my kids stuff that they want because yeah. that's what you do but yeah every time i regret it and then i find it like online like a couple of years later and it's like quadruple what i could have got it for mm -hmm. like what uh they? they they released i don't know if you've seen them the battering replicas from the 89 batman no so they had them at walmart they're like 15 bucks yeah. I was like, why didn't I just grab that? And then I, when I went back to finally get one, they didn't have them anymore. Cool. And I was so fucking bummed. And I'm not paying online prices for that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the, no, I, I put over Casey Jones, the movie version, but like thinking about it, you know, you said the, the hockey stick that came with the toy. That toy was fucking cool. Yep. Because he had like the crop top and then he had like the fucking cut off sweatpants. Yep. <laughs> okay, yeah, so I'll, I'll it was such up. an 80s design it, it was uh funny too the in the, the movie version um because he's wearing the heather the heather gray mm -hmm. sweatpants um and when i was a kid i hated i had to i never wore heather gray i hated it whenever somebody like especially like sweatpants or sweatshirts there was an anti-drug ad <laughs> that used to play on wpix that 
fucking um it was uh, it was a, a a junkie wearing head to toe heather gray getting chased by a cop and i assumed that that was the uniform that, for that's junkies. what they wore all of them that was the uniform for junkies so i remember like when yeah the the casey jones in the movie i'm just like why are they dressed him like a junkie? He's a fucking like, heroin addict. <laughs> you know, like, what He's clear. Casey Jones is clearly on PCP. Yeah, uh, and it was yeah, it was just always something that stuck out. And like every time I every time I watch him, especially whenever I see Heather Gray sweatpants and sweatshirt combo, or or either you know one or the other, um, from that era, I'm just like, man, junkies. But you know, like, honestly, <laughs> that first movie, he does kind of look like a fucking junkie. Yeah. Oh, definitely. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now in the third one he was a little he was a little more cleaned up. But yeah. that that first movie, which I mean it was it was leaning dark. Yeah, for sure. Um Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And I remember that ad. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh it's definitely something. Except something else. It's funny. When I grow up I want to be a track star. No one ever says, I want to be a junkie when I grow up. Don't let drugs get in the way of your dreams. All right. Top three. Here we go. Number three. Uh, I think a lot of this has to do with my love for the the big man, Kevin Nash. Mm -hmm. But uh, Shredder. And, I mean, Uncle Phil doing the voiceover for the cartoon i mean obviously i didn't know that at the time Mm -hmm. but you know as you get a little older and you put two and two together and i'm like and then the internet comes around and then you look it up and you're like holy shit it is uncle phil yep but uh i i thought him in that role that voice i mean it was just deep it was like very james earl jones darth vader Mm -hmm. he would he had that good gravelly like just powerful yeah. voice i i very much remember uh like later in life watching reruns of the cartoon mm-hmm. and i was like why does that voice sound so yeah. fucking familiar and then i caught it in the credits yep james avery i'm just like oh, oh shit. holy shit <laughs> it's uncle phil yeah i'm like what the fuck um but and yeah it, like, and the 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 movie version the original movie version of shredder when he first walks into the into the foot uh warehouse and his shadow and this is the part that i get into because i can see myself looking down because i'm getting into it and though like when uh what's his name the the japanese sidekick bald dude um fuck brain fart because i got into it anyways when he like tucks his cape into the into the shoulder pad spike yeah. shoulder pads and then it fans out like that like ugh, dude that fucking cape was so ridiculously cool like that metallic kind of glittery it didn't get any better than that at that time oh my god what is his fucking name it's gonna drive me nuts how can we do a turtles episode and not know his name because there's too many names to remember yeah and i got um, i got way too deep into that for a second it oh man kind of um, scary <laughs> I I recreated that image like I like a uh, in uh I used to draw a lot as a kid mm-hmm. and yeah that was that shot 
the way that they lit that shot, the way that they shot it, obviously, um, all of those, like it was a, it, they were all perfect decisions. And like it, it's Tatsu. Tatsu. Oh, yeah. I would never have remembered that. Um, yeah. No, it, it, the, I drew it a lot. Mm-hmm. Like that whole, just that top, that top down view, shredder helmet, long ass fucking cape, it, like with the shadow and everything. Like it was, uh, it's a powerful image. Yeah. My dad was super into art. And I remember that was like the first thing he ever taught me sand sports was how to draw ninja turtles and and the characters mm-hmm. very simple design taught me how to do it i ended up using that later on to make birthday cakes for my kids mm-hmm. instead of buying them I th- we thought it was cooler to to like use artistic abilities and and make stuff but like i would base them on that original like drawings my dad would help me with of like the animated turtles Mm -hmm. and they always turned out cool and my kids you know i think they appreciated that more that i took time out of a sunday morning to make their birthday cakes for them yeah it's uh the the ninja turtles were the first thing that i ever drew that you could actually tell what it was yeah (laughs) me too Um, like like, what is this what is this a a horse no that's santa claus yeah yeah. they (laughs) i mean ultimately they when like if you i remember exactly how they used to draw them they were Mm -hmm. shaped more like like a cross section of a mushroom yeah Uh, like you know it wasn't until much later that i actually got the rest of it down i just always remember doing that first half circle the top of their head then the bandana coming in a little loop-de-loop and then that and the Yep. And that, like, the body was always a crapshoot. Yep. And the hands, the fingers, yeah. it was always kind of weird. I would but... always, yeah, just do the heads. Like, yeah. like I remember in, like, it was in kindergarten. Like, I would just sit there and draw Ninja Turtle heads all over the place. Yeah, I didn't pay attention in school. I was yeah. <laughs> doodling something, drawing band logos and shit. Yeah. Anyways, uh, okay, so, three. <laughs> yep, yeah, so that's, that was your three? Way too nostalgic for a second. That's the whole point of this. I got, um, I got fucking... Mine is uh, Michelangelo. <laughs> Combat Conquest! Well, the lives of two people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world, Elsa. That's why you're getting on that plane. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. Yeah, a little too rough. Okay. Um, so just to kind of crossfade it, he is my two. Okay. So... Yeah, you can go he, straight uh, to this to your two. Yeah, he. Uh, maybe nunchucks are cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, Loves pizza. They they gutted the character when they took the nunchucks away because they mm-hmm. made them illegal. I'm so uh, stupid. It was the dumbest thing in the world. Like you got Leonardo with we all knew giant knives, like actual weapons for killing, and <laughs> Raph has giant forks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and which could uh, also easily be used for mauling and stabbing folk, right? However, the Psy is definitely more of a uh, more of a defense weapon, yeah. like a defensive weapon. But it's more uh, deadly than a plastic spork that you would yes. get in a KFC for sure bowl. So, and yeah, as a kid, Michelangelo was one hundred percent my favorite. Why? Because mm-hmm. he was fun. Yeah. Um, he was the party dude. 
he was uh it, yeah it, i mean what else there isn't a whole hell of a lot else to say like he was just the he was the fun one so that's it, naturally that's i most you never you never trust the the leonardo kid no we've had this discussion before because yeah. he's a narc he's a and fucking narc. like Leon, and the kids that like leonardo are also narc <laughs> um <laughs> And you can never, there's, it's never too early to learn not to be an arc. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's it. He's just fucking. Yeah, he's fun. Super fun. And he was comedic. He was probably in the movies. He was probably the most entertaining. Yeah. And always really. Yeah. That's, that's his purpose. And, uh, uh, also to bring it back to the, the, uh, county fair, Ninja oh, you get those shitty plastic, those shitty plastic nunchucks, yeah. and then we crack them open and fill them with fucking gravel. Yeah, so they actually had weight to them, and then we <laughs> assault the shit out of each other. Yeah, uh, all until, kids did that. Oh yeah, absolutely. That like that was what you did. Like yeah. just like these suck. Like these, they're so light that they you can't even really build up any kind of centrifugal force to to swing them around. So that's yeah. why you had to do it. Just put the as rocks you're, in there as you're puffing on the fake cigarettes that you also got at the county fair. Oh yeah, county fairs were the shit. Yeah, I miss them. Uh, Although you could get like the ones the one here. Anyways, once once we came to Arkansas, you could get like fucking legit like ninja stars. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which I was never like a street tough like that. I didn't trust myself with a weapon like that, so I never got them. But I had friends that got them, and I thought they were pretty cool. But I always, I guess, I mean, and it was years later when the South Park episode came out when they throw it and it gets in Butter's eye, and like <laughs> he's like bleeding out. Yeah. And but like I could always see that happening to me because I would be that kid that like stepped in the fucking crossfires of a goddamn ninja star and <laughs> catching my fucking eye yeah and then having to wear a fucking eye patch not that there's anything wrong with that yep and uh we would just do we would take the tops of uh high sea cans mm -hmm. we would just cut use the, the yeah the the can opener and yeah. just go all the way around until it made a razor sharp uh tetanus delivery device mm -hmm. <laughs> we were smart back then yeah but yet yeah. here we all still are yeah, yeah for the most part right i got i got a fair few amount of scars but yeah we lived through it yeah we lived um, to tell the stories uh so my next my number two is uh donatello well guys what do you think of my latest invention it's uh swell donatello yeah tubuloso uh, but like What's it do? It's a super fast pizza maker. It cuts cooking time in half. It is the most impressive, Donatello. Uh, how does it work? I was hoping you'd ask that, Sensei. Watch. All you do is add the ingredients. Donatello? Yeah, primo to the extremo. Hey, now throw it into high gear. You asked for it. Oh, no. 
Okay. Um, a lot of it had to do with, and nothing to do with the personality, but it had a lot to do with the availability of broom handles. Mm. And yeah, as you know, playing, running around playing Ninja Turtles as a kid, you know, and like all you want is some kind of prop. And all you you could easily like, unscrew the the yeah. broom, yeah, the, I, the sweeper part of the broom, and just have the handle. Which, right. and to, that's what it did. If if you hadn't noticed by now, Donatello is my number one. So again, <laughs> and, and which we've done really good time wise with this. I, I, it's actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. But yeah, I'm with, I'm with you. That is, it was the accessibility of a broom handle. Uh, purple was very. 80s early 90s mm-hmm. uh i'm a huge prince fan so that helped yeah. um it, it wasn't so much that he was like the nerdy one but like all of the like the gadgets and all of that kind of stemmed from him and i guess it kind of does make it about the nerdy part but like the fucking party wagon and all the the shit that was on that is due to him yep so, and that was the coolest fucking toy. Voiced by uh, Corey Feldman in the movie, <laughs> in the first movie. And that was, it's actually one of the first things that and I, third. Yep, that's right. Uh, and the, they don't, they don't even remotely touch on the, like the nerdy aspect of it no. really in the first movie. No. Like there's, cause there's no gadgets or anything like that. No. It's all just pretty, uh introductory but it like i loved it i loved his character like him and him and michelangelo's dynamic in that mm. first movie is masterful and Corey like, feldman I, really did that character due diligence like because the second one donatello's kind of a bitch yep and um, his, I, like his voice is obnoxious very nasally yep uh yeah they, it's Going from one from one to two, like back to back, it's just kind of you know, it like just falls off. Yeah, like I know a lot of a lot of the the stalwarts are not a big fan of it, but I, that was the big one for me when I was a kid. Like we saw the first the first one was great, but I hated dark movies when I was a kid. Right, like because you you're know, you're wanting you, to have fun. Right, so you want bright colors and and all that other stuff. Which and two so, was? Yes, it was. It was very cartoony, and it was you know, nice. Yep. <laughs> uh, and but like the I have I have the shirt I'll probably wear it for next week's recording session. Okay. It's a uh, it's the uh, it's just a shot of Michelangelo and Donatello in the sewer waiting for the pizza guy. Uh-huh. It says wise man say forgiveness is divine but never pay, pay full price, price for late, for late pizza. pizza. Yeah, which I which... had to remember never to wear as a pizza delivery man. <laughs> as much as I wanted to, I was just like I don't want to give him any ideas. I think cash. I think that quote kind of shaped us as as maybe not so much kids because I don't really I don't rem- really remember ordering too many pizzas but I remember like when I became like a teenager and I could like my mom would leave like a, a checkbook 
mm-hmm. for us, like if, if for whatever, you know, single mom. So, you know, food wasn't always plentiful in the house sometimes. And it, especially like Friday, Saturday night, you know, she's at work mm-hmm. and we want pizza for dinner. So that yeah. was easily, yeah, I could easily forge my mom's signature back to don't do that kids, which not many <laughs> parents have checks anymore, but right. just saying, don't do that. It's wrong without permission. Now I always had permission. Mm-hmm. I, I would always call my mom at work and be like, Hey, I want fucking pizza. Like we're hanging out. Can I order like, you know, 40 bucks in pizza? So yeah, but that's kind of like where that mentality was never pay full price for like pizza. Yeah. It's like, don't tell me it's going to be 45 minutes and it's an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. And that, that's a, especially a thing. Like we were, I worked at a very popular pizza place here and, uh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I used to, yeah, used to <laughs> join the zoom calls yeah. while on, while on my route. Uh, and, but, uh, yeah, like I, I'm still to this day, like whenever I see like 30 minutes or less, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Why would you do that to yourself? Like it takes, like, I mean, it's, it's, uh, traffic here is absurd yeah. anyway, but you know, like it, it's you know, 20, 25 minutes. From, but spe- order, from from order to boxing. So, like, you know, I'm just like, that's a, yeah, that's insane. But think uh, about it this way, though. 1990 Manhattan. Yeah. You've got the greatest pizza in the world. It's not a fucking debate. I'm sorry if you're from Chicago and you like deep dish. There's no debate. There's nothing better than New York pizza. I agree. I'm sorry. You're, you're just, certainly not going to certainly who, not going to get any objection from me. Who in their right fucking mind in this time period or any time order is fucking Domino's fucking in New York City? Domino's in Manhattan. I don't it's, care what their fucking shtick is. Yep. Or how cheap it is. Yep. Give me real pizza or give me fucking death. Right. I, I mean, mean and gladly actually, pay full price for like pizza if it's good. Now that, and and now that we're we're really on it, we're like talking to logi- the logistics of pizza delivery in in uh, Manhattan. Now it's product uh, placement, obviously. Of course, but. Uh, like I mean, in most cases, there's a like there's commercial spaces on on any given street. There's almost mm-hmm. a guarantee that there's going to be a pizza place. So maybe thirty minutes is is doable mm-hmm. with with the abundance of pizza restaurants yeah. in Manhattan. It's it's very doable. Yeah. I mean, but you it, got you got how many fucking 99 cent slice places? Yeah. There's one on every corner. I love it. It's my favorite. It's it's okay. That's like cuz there's so nothing to it. There's nothing to it. Like New York pizza? Yeah. Like very like very pointedly. There's like nothing to it. Like there's minimal sauce. Yeah. The fucking the 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 crust is like paper thin. Right? They, they pretty much it's it's just the abundance of and uh, you get a slice that's as big as your fucking head. Yeah. And you pay dirt cheap prices for it, generally speaking. But you, like it, here, you can still get you can still get a, a good that place that I worked at. You get mm-hmm. a New York slice for like three bucks. That's not bad. You know, especially in two thousand twenty. Yeah, adjusted for inflation. That's, that's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Late twenty, maybe. Yeah. But it's funny too if you, you like extrapolate it out. One of those pizzas. The twenty-four inch pizza that that the slices came from mm-hmm. was like twenty-four dollars. Like if you yeah. just if you go that, if you do that, do the math. You know, three times eight. Actually, no, that's perfect. Yeah, I'm bad at math. 
<laughs> the more you know. Yeah, holy shit. All right, never mind. Never mind. Well, I'll I, add that. I said in nothing. There. The more you know. I'll yeah. add that in post-production. Put it in post. We'll fix yeah. it in post. Um, uh, yeah. But no, the, the best part about that to me always was, because when the VHS for the first movie came out, Domino's clearly in the movie. The guy on the bike. Yep. And then, A but before the movie starts, you get the the great, the, the iconic, the so. best. Probably, I I would I would argue that that's the best commercial that's ever existed. I, like to me, and obviously nostalgia. Into, yeah, because it you knew what was about to come on that, and the uh, Diet Coke combo with the Looney Tunes from from the Batman eighty nine VHS. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, the, are, the Warner Brothers, the Warner Brothers yeah, catalog. Uh, uh, catalog commercials. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that one's definitely up there. I but I, I think the song. I'm really song, gonna fucking geek out for that. Out, out where the dandelions grow, man. Yeah. Like that, it, uh, Goldberg from uh -huh. Mighty Ducks is in it. Yep. Like that, yeah, man, I love it. I absolutely love that fucking. But like, song. I remember, it didn't I, matter if it was you know, in the morning, I. Pop that VHS in. I'd watch it all fucking day. I didn't care. I, I remember like just sitting on like a on on, on like the the little uh fucking rug, mm -hmm. the play the area rug. That's what it's called. And I'd have like a bowl of cereal. It's like I always like matched that kind of stuff up with like the time period and like what I was eating. And it was like, yeah. and then like lunchtime you might have. You might have pizza or you might have like uh, I don't know, frozen burrito or something. But then at night on a weekend, you'd watch it with your friends and you guys have like this big fucking pie. Yeah. You're just going to fucking town on it. Yeah. Like maybe root beer. Yeah. Or Mountain yeah. Dew. Yeah, that was uh, I feel like I feel like that was the, the reason Surge. I was the, the <laughs> reason on. I was so I was so heavy on Mountain Dew later in life. Just because that was a that was a non-starter conversation with, with my uh with my parents when I was a kid, like no way we're not giving you that much caffeine. You oh no, yeah. no, it, that that was weekend only. I wasn't allowed yeah. to have soda during the week. As, as a young kid, anyways, and then later and on we were we on. were a stalwart Coca Cola household. Yeah, I just actually drink, and I'm I'm a diet Pepsi person, honestly. Yeah. But um, yeah. So uh, you're number one because I gave mine away already. Yep. Um, and my number one is Raphael. Nice. Uh, it's the as like it's it's kind of funny too, considering how my youth influenced all the rest of all most of these other decisions. But the it's the Raphael at number one is entirely influenced by how I am as a as an adult. Like I relate. I like the being I'm a uh, somewhat uh, reforming, hot-headed individual. So like when I like when I watch Raphael, especially in the movies, I'm just like I get this guy. <laughs> like he, <laughs> he speaks to me. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we would be friends. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, and it's the it's the it's the attitude. Um, how how much he is put to the forefront in those movies. Um, uh, he's voice uh, voiced by uh, uh, was it Robert Paulson? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, uh, in 
the cartoons, which he's the voice of so many mm-hmm. of my like excellent characters. Yeah, and yeah, I just love it, and even to the point where I had to go out and get myself <laughs> some fucking side. Yeah, it like it's. I don't know. It like the I it the fucked up part is too is I don't like red. Like red is like even more than I don't like blue. I don't like red, but like the character of Raphael is too much. Like it just over supersedes all of that stuff. Yeah, you can you can forgive him for the color red. Wearing the worst color on the planet. I hate red so much. I do too. Like, I don't the like only, it. I think the only red stuff that I, I have a Rutgers hoodie and any like Hulk Hogan. If it's Hulk Hogan, chances are it's going to be red. So yeah. that I can forget. Or Uncle right. Terry, as we call him. It it, like, it, it kills me that there's red in my color scheme for like my, my logo and the streams and all that other stuff. Yeah, but it, you know but what? It like, just kind of goes. Can't do, you, know? you can't do that gradient. Like yeah. that gradient does not, it does not take you to the same place when it's cool colors. Yeah. But green's my favorite color. You my, made, if I made, green, if I made a, green a green and navy gradient, blue are my colors. Yeah. If I made a green gradient for that, it wouldn't look the same. Yeah. It look weird. Need something else entirely. And but yeah, so I hate red, but I love Raphael. It does the job. Solid list. Solid time.